Last time on Definitely D&D Highway to Heal, our heroes were in the midst of a frantic battle taking place within the camp in the heart of Bloodroot Grove as they fought against Yavira the Aranius and her band of devils that were under her command. The fight was furious as they fought to find some evidence of the Chosen being there, the closest clue that they had being an emaciated satyr who may have been the squire to said Chosen, a an important paladin named Shalrel Prawl, who was actually confirmed mid-fight to have been deceased, for a long, long time. Furious at this betrayal, the satyr chose to fight alongside all of you using her impressive healing abilities to keep everybody in the fight. And with a significant amount of effort, you were able to slay Yavira, but before the end of the fight, Sorcha lost control of his lycanthropic form and attacked Adriel in a blind rage before coming back to his senses, horrified at what he had done. The fight ended shortly after, with a number of devils being taken captive. Uh, Curvus, the devil that had fought alongside you, uh, it remains unrestrained for now, but the situation with him might still be a bit tense, as, well, now that the fight is over, it you're not too sure what's going to happen next with him, but also you have another devil, a Cambian named Carver, who seems to be like the houndmaster for this group, and he's been left alive as well, but he has all of his hellhounds still in their cages, and yeah, it seems as though Adriel had an interesting conversation with him about how to properly raise hellhound puppies. But that aside, the fight has ended a short time ago. You found the body of Shalral Prawl, and in a sentimental moment, the satyr has gathered up her remains before promising to bury her at the grove that all of you had found earlier while going through the forest. So that's where we pick up once again as... You all still have to explore the camp properly and deal with your captives and some kind of a rest because it was very hectic getting to this part of the forest and all of you are feeling quite exhausted after that last battle so it goes back to all of you what are you all going to do right well i mean we've already looked at the, the boys on the ground i think mm. um I'm not really comfortable with just leaving folks in cages forever because, I mean, I don't know how much devils or demons need to, like, eat things to keep alive, but it just seems real uh, inconsiderate and um, I'm just generally averse to people being stuck places. Um, I still think that uh, you should maybe hire that uh, that uh, devil demon guy over there to look after the dogs, to look after yours, but, I mean, that's up to you, Adriel. What do you all think? Well, I think um, the simplest solution is just to kill them all. That's my personal opinion. I'm not opposed. The satyr is slowly nodding along. 
uh, just eyes locked on you, Lux, as if to say that she definitely agrees with what you're saying. I mean, alternately, if we just don't want to make choices, we could just leave them to Carvis and let him decide what he wants to do. I wouldn't be... I'll be willing to maybe make that, um, just considering that I'm assuming his uh, payback would probably align with uh, how I feel about the situation. So, um, but in that situation, I would require all of the contracts that they have on them to be destroyed. Oh, yeah, of course. We... Yeah, we need to get rid of all them contracts. I forgot those were things. Yeah, let's do that. What do you think, Lulu? I still think we should kill them, but I would be willing to agree to that if everybody else feels strongly about that. I'm happy to go with whatever the rest of the group wants. It's the bloodthirsty nature I know is in you. <laughs> Lulu kind of like tries to look down at her tummy as if wondering, you know, what's in there exactly. <laughs> I think we have incredibly good influence in Lulu. I think so, too. <laughs> yeah, Lulu smiles and nods cheerfully. <laughs> Search on the inside here. Maybe we should take a look within. Okay. Um, but as uh, as you talk about all that, um, yeah, the satyr speaks up once again. Right, so about all those devils outside, though, I think we sh I'd rather not be spending any more time around all of them if we don't have to, so... Can we come to a decision about all of them? Should we all vote? I think that seems the most... fair, I guess. We have the two ways of dealing with that. Either... you know, killing them all, which again, I think it's the simplest solution. Or the other one, and then... All of us can express our opinions, and then um, if we kill them, then we can stay here and rest. And if we don't kill them, we can go back to our little um, green sanctuary and uh, pitch a tent there. Uh, would... so, sorry to complicate things, but when you say kill them all, do you include the hellhounds? Oh, they're dogs. I don't particularly care to kill dogs. They're just wild beasts. I'm sure we can release them into the forest and they can do their own thing. I think the devils who are responsible for all this destruction, chaos, and evil should face justice. And I would prefer not to stay here longer than necessary. As for the hounds, I think we should release them. They're just animals following their instinct. That's just my opinion. I'm also really tired and would love to have some rest as well. Hey, it's when been we, a long day. When we release them, Sorcha, do you mind if I stand behind you just in case they don't like go to the trees? <laughs> they already bit me once today. Alright, so can we get a show of hands then? Who here wants to kill them all? And uh, the satyr immediately just puts her hand up. So does Lux. <laughs> Quench also too. raises his hand. And who here wants to let them go and talk about with their own business and maybe hurt other people along the way? Oh. Well, when you put it that way. 
Well, I'm, I'm voting for Kayla and all of them except the one that's in charge of the dogs. Um, I say leave it to Garbus if he wants to kill them. That's his decision, but yeah, I say let's free the the hellhounds. Uh, I I don't know. Oh, it's a split decision. My vote will change the life of these. No pressure. No pressure at all. Oh, oh, la, la. Oh, I forgot how to do this voice. Um. I don't know. Uh, Batina will uh, raise her hand for not killing them. Adriel did not raise his hand on both. He just has not raised his hand at all. He's just kind of voicing his his third opinion, which is just to like let Carvis do the judging, which will probably be the killing part. But basically, Adriel doesn't want to be. I'm just voicing his thoughts. He doesn't want to be responsible for more death. He's kind of leaving that to. Whatever happens, happens. Does he does he say it out loud or keep that to himself? Keeps that to himself. He has he's really exhausted. He hasn't even like raised his hand for neither of the options. So, well, okay. if we're leaving them for Curvis, just again taking over the scrolls, but we can also, I mean, I guess leave releasing the hounds to him as well. If we don't want to be immediately in the vicinity, if they decide like, hey, let's continue attacking this group of people the way they did before. I don't know. I mean, they're still they're beasts, so they're dumb. They can do whatever they want, but they're still trained beasts, and at the moment, we're the enemy, so I wouldn't want to be necessarily near them, like Max suggested as well. Yeah. Should we ask Carvis what he's planning to do? Because just, we're just assuming here that he has a, you know, his plans align with ours, mm. but we are not sure. Yeah, well, hey, Carvis! Carvis! Um, yeah, and Curvis is just sitting down on a massive tree root nearby, and he kind of looks up at all of you. What's up? Right, so, yeah, and I was uh, shouting using my voice caster to uh, amplify the voice, just so you know, so he could hear us. All right. Uh, Curvis, we're just uh, wondering uh, what your plans are, uh, so we can figure out what we can want to, you know, deal with the the, the other folks in the cage over there and whatnot, like, you know. What, what what are your plans for the future? What are your dreams in life? Um, at this, Curvis kind of like settles into like a bit of a, like you can tell he thinks about this visually for a little bit as he like, if he had any kind of a face like lips or anything like that, he'd probably be pursing them in thought right now. <clears throat> Honestly, just. Getting out of that cage is a good start. As for future plans, you know, long-term stuff. <laughs> you be um, more specific. How do you feel about all the ones that are stuck in the cage? What would you want to happen to them? He looks down at the all the devils in the cage and he's like, I mean, if you were planning on leaving them alive, you know, they could do whatever they wanted, really. But honestly, if you're asking if I have any connection to them, hey, you do what you feel you need to do. Like, you yeah. don't want to leave them alive? That's cool with me. See, I feel like that makes our situation very clear. We should just kill them. 
Yeah, I mean, for the ones in the cage, yeah, it's very clear. I'm just not so sure about the guy who looks after the dogs. Oh, so, so, I'm um, so apologize for complicating things, but Carvis, while we're talking to you, just out of curiosity, are you the kind of person who would like, you know, the moment you leave here, you're gonna like enslave and murder a bunch of humans? Or are you like just gonna like enjoy life in the forest? Mm, probably the second one, to be honest. Oh, thank you. That's, that's a... check. Go ahead. <laughs> Twenty-three. Um, let's see. Yeah, um, honestly, Lux, it's probably the first one. Uh, Lux, lean into Max and be like, it's a devil. He's lying to you. Bother. All right, well, I mean, it, it complicates things. It, it, we want, you know, if we're talking about not letting the other ones free because they're going to go harm a bunch of people. Okay, in that case, I guess we kill them. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Adriel raises his hand in a tired way, like a... Right, well, yeah, okay, let's deal with the ones in the cage first then, and then we'll have to maybe turn over and look it over at Carvis and uh, think of uh, something then, if we don't want him to do the things that, uh, you know, are so evil. This is all in the whisper, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I turned off the voice caster. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. No worries. Uh, Curvis has, like, brought up a finger and is, like, cleaning out what you assume to be an ear hole on the side of his head. Um, From what we know about con the, the devil contracts, if we kill them, the contracts are void, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Lax is very, very pleased with <laughs> the solution so far. All right. Well, I mean, I've got, like, a guitar. So if we're going to kill the folks in the uh, jail there, uh, who would like to do it and what you're going to do to I do it? I have a little idea. See, I can I do this very quickly friend. and easily. See, I, I would like to ask if maybe our hmm? new friend, um, who has been affected by this group in particular, would like to do the honors. Or not. I mean, it's up to you. But in case that that would release some of your um, build-up feelings, whatever they might be, uh, I'm uh, talking to the... Mere revenge. Yeah. You know, oh, well, what was your idea, Patty? Uh, if, if, uh, yes, but see, Miss Sator Lady, what is your name, by the way? We don't, yes. we not oh. even know you. Yeah, pardon our rudeness. Oh, uh, what's your name? My name's, my name's Clover. Clover Hazelhoff. Clover Hazelhoff. Clover Hazelhoff. Um, um, Miss Clover Hazelhoff, uh, if what is uh, your, what would you like to do? Just Clover's fine. And Clover. as for what I'd like to do, she thinks for a bit and then brings a hand up as it begins glowing with a soft glow that reminds you, Lux, of moonlight. Honestly, I don't know if it'll get rid of all my problems, but I think there's only one way to find out really for sure. Oh, Peter guest. A moon. Well, I have an idea that will kill them very quickly in one minute. How does that sound? And are you gonna tell us? Or are you gonna surprise? Oh yes, us? I have the uh, the ability to. I, I'm wondering if when we leveled up, did we gain the new spell slot? Uh, 
You did, yes. Okay, so I do have the ability uh, Sickening Radiance. It, I put a little perfume and it kills them slowly. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gives them in, the, in a what is it? Uh, uh, a thirty foot uh, sphere. Uh, my perfume smell <laughs> exists, and if they stay in it for one minute, they die. Oh, that's what perfume. What does it smell yeah, like? wait. What perfume is this? Oh, this is like my Ooh. natural essence perfume, my pheromones. Oh, <laughs> it is concentrated fair magic. Oh, it just Burberry. exudes, <laughs> exudes <laughs> out of me. Uh, but if we want to get Curvis inside the ca- let's someone convince Curvis, Max convince Curvis to go in the cage for a moment, talk to his fellow friends, and then. We will lock the door behind him, and that way he cannot leave. And then we can, I can just uh, trap him with the perfume. How's this sound? You know, I mean, the idea. Talk to some, Curvis, talk to Curvis. Talk to, talk to, it has some good ideas, but there's also not room in the cage for Curvis to fit with all of them. It's kind of full. He's lame. He's lanky. He can stick his limbs inside. Trust me. I really don't he, think that's that works. Tell you can convince him of anything. He needs to convince them. Tell me, Max. I, I believe like in we, you. I feel like we might. I mean, if you want to go with that, do your thing. I think with him, we might be a little bit. You might want to be a little bit more careful. I feel like if we start. Yeah, trying to play him like that, he'll pick up on what's going on. And again, we're all still fucked up, so mm-hmm. picking I up don't... the fight right away would yeah. not end well. And okay. I have a feeling that he might I... figure out if we I... try to. You know? I think that we should be very straightforward with our intentions of killing those devils in the cage, so he doesn't <laughs> suspect anything. Okay. He said he didn't care okay. whether we kill them or not, and then we plan later what we'll do with him. Oh, yeah, but uh, you do your do your perfume thing with the folks oh, in the cage. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless again, our new friend. I mean, it's up to you. I just I also know the satisfaction of getting rid of something that caused you lots of pain. Yeah, I think it's. It, I feel I would feel better if justice was served by Clover, in the way that they want to do it. After all, well... they're the ones who have suffered the most. So. Wasn't it the the angel lady that uh, was the one that... These are just followers. Will this help you if you hurt them? Yes. Oh. Okay. Max <laughs> <laughs> like, is nodding, looking at her with full understanding. Like Pedro gives Patina a look as if understanding what she was trying to do and appreciating... Okay. But at least Medina is a little bit like, oh, okay, this might be. I love that for you. Uh, this is sounds lovely. <laughs> uh, yes, Clover, go ahead. Do do the honors. All right. So all of you head over to the cage uh, as Clover steps up, charging with moonlight, and she looks over to you, Patina. Your ability sounds fun. You said you could kill them slowly with yours. Oh no, it will happen in one minute. They'll die. Yeah, a minute sounds good to me. It... You want to show me what you can do? Oh, we'll do it together? It's like she holds her hands out to yeah. <laughs> Clover. <laughs> and she takes your hand as the two of you 
Yeah, step over near-ish the cage, and the devils inside look over as the both of you come close, and one of them just comes over uh, to the bars and just, look, hey, whatever, look, Seder, whatever Yavira did, that was her call, okay? We had, we had nothing to do with it. And Clover, still knew. You all still kept me in there for how many years has it been? And all of you did nothing to help me. You could have let me rot in there for as long as you liked and none of you would have done a thing. And so at this, her hand is visibly charging with more moonlight. So Patina, are you going to cast your spell? Yes, I'll um, cast. Sorry, see, just if I can interrupt. Max would like to be looking over at Carver to like observe him, like what, what his reactions with the dogs are when this is happening. Isn't uh, he far away though? Like he's on the other side where the kennels are, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, just keeping an eye out. So you look over there, Max, and um, you can see that Carver, he's hanging around the cages, like just making sure his dogs are all right. But hearing, you know, the rising voices from over by the cage, he's kind of like, looking over with a bit of interest. All right, yeah, uh, next you just keep an eye on. All right, okay. carry on. And then Clover, uh, yeah, she brings her hand up and I'm then That's the lot you threw in with. I'll let you share her fucking fate. And with that, she is going to cast Moonbeam at fourth level. And Patina, you are going to cast Sickening Radiance? Yes. I, uh, so, uh, hmm. she she, it looks kind of, she's just, um, oh, were you saying something? Sorry. Right. Yeah, could you describe the spell as it takes effect? Yes. So it just kind of, uh, what is it? The, the, the description is, uh, a greenish light spreads from a 30-foot radius centered on a point you choose within range. Light spreads around that, uh, the corners, and it, it lasts for, uh, thir- for as long as... So it lasts for 10, uh, 10 minutes, but when a creature mm. moves into the spell's area for the first time, or if it starts a turn in the area, the creature must succeed a, a constitution save, or take 4d10 radiant damage, and suffer one level ex- exhaustion. And then, uh, mm. the uh, so, but if the creature stays in this area, it suffers exhaustion for every round. So, at the sixth round, they die. So, mm. so it just uh, <laughs> she just kind of uh, she, like, like the Chan- uh, was it Chanel number five. She just like oh, I just <laughs> she taps the sides of her necks and goes and like kind of like breathes in a little bit and goes blows kind of like a the like the blue uh, kind of bubble as it like charges into her mouth and just like and blows it and it just kind of like this sickly blue bubble comes up and it pops in the middle. It like goes over here and then pops and then just like a sickening 30 foot uh, uh, cloud of like the most uh, like perfume aisle smell like <laughs> explodes mm. <laughs> down all over the floor and just like <laughs> of just flowers and perfume and then yeah. Okay. So you blow this bubble as the Devils are, yeah, like, they can tell that Clover is about to do something, and they're, like, rattling the bars of the cages, frantically trying to get out, and they're just, no, no, please, look, just let us out, we'll do anything, anything you ask! And uh, Clover is charging up the spell as 
Patina, you blow the bubble. It drifts into their midst, and one of them, Curvis, come on, man, help us! We've always been kind to each other, man! And Curvis, just sitting off to one side, just gives them a lazy salute, just, sorry, boys. It's out of my hands now. Nice knowing you all. And then the bubble pops, and suddenly they're, they are completely surrounded by this cloying floral mist, and they just begin coughing, just, <laughs> And uh, then they just, they are, you can hear them struggling to breathe as suddenly, like, there are patches of acid being into them from this mist as it is dealing them, yeah, like you said, 4010 radiant damage. Clover brings down the moonbeam simultaneously and just, you can hear just coughing and choking and screams as they are being blasted with light and eroded away with this perfume simultaneously and the shrieks fill the air for maybe a minute or so as Curvis is just sitting by nearby watching this with well a gradually more like you can tell he's he knew they were gonna die but as he's watching them and he's realizing just what kind of firepower you're capable of putting out like he's starting to look a little, more than a little intimidated. And then, the spells end. Clover... Um, I would like to hmm. vortex warp um, oh? Curvis into the middle. <laughs> can yeah. this be used, can this be used at range? It's a 90, uh, it's a, what is it, 90 foot range. Okay, um... So, um, he has to make a con um, 17 check. Okay. Oh my Just god. <laughs> okay. I hope this doesn't fail. <laughs> See, I thought that Laxus fucked up. Patty <laughs> is next level. I want you I want to make sure uh I fit, <laughs> I get the most use of this spell. This is a high level spell. Patty, that's the... hot of you. That's so hot. Sorry. What is the DC for this? Uh 17. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. He oh. ruled a he ruled a 22 total. Okay, we ready to battle again. And so, as Curvis is watching this, Patty, you bring up your offhand. Space twists around Curvis, but suddenly he senses this going on around him, and he uh, immediately leaps to his feet and uh, leaps to one side as space twists around where he was a moment ago, and boom. And he just holds his hand up. Hold on, hold on. Hey, hey. There's no need for us to fight like this. Come on, we work together just now. Hey. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Um, Can I make a deception check? <laughs> <laughs> I, the power with, is so strong. <laughs> make it with disadvantage. Yeah, I've, I have uh, exhaustion, so I have to make it with disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Eh. Okay. And I'm gonna roll insight for him. Yeah, okay. And he's just glaring at you, Patina, and then looks over to all of you and he holds both his hands up. Look, there is a reason that all of you are gonna wanna keep me alive. Alright, talk fast. I have a stash of soul coins that I have been saving up for a rainy day. Like today, maybe, but I'm just saying, if you kill me and you don't know where those coins are, 
Like, I'm getting the feeling that you care about, you know, souls and people and stuff like that. So those mm -hmm. coins with all those souls in them, they're going to be buried in the earth around here for long, long time until somebody comes along and finds them. We need Inside more. Check. Yeah, we Go need ahead. more than that, than just your word. Forgive us if we don't believe it. I believe you implicitly. We need to get all those people out of them soul coins. Low for me, 17. Uh, yeah, you see no evidence that he's lying. He seems to be legitimately telling the truth. Is he telling the truth, Lux? He's a clever devil, I can't tell. Hey, you're a paladin. You're good at sussing out the truth from people, right? Well, mm. if you want to show us some good faith, got any contracts on you? Hmm. Um, that's yeah. gonna be my second question. Okay. Um. Yeah, roll me an intimidation check with advantage, Lux. Calling my weapon. My intimidation is not high, though, so let's see. Advantage. Thank God for Adventist Natural 20 for 22. Nice. Okay. So, seeing that you are willing to brook no argument with this, Hervis, um, yeah, maintaining eye contact just waves a hand and two pieces of paper appear out of thin air and he snaps his fingers and the contracts both uh, explode into... The flames burn up and then drift away as ashes on the wind before disappearing. Okay, that was cool. Alright then, your life, I guess, for the soul coins and all the contracts you have on you. No. Also, just, by this, yeah. by this got, point, Clover yeah. has finished up the moonbeam spell. As it disappears, uh, all of you look into the cage where the mist still is, and there is just empty ashes on the floor of the cell of the cage. And if you think of betraying us, Corvus, just know that what we did to those devils can easily be done to you. Yeah. That's not I, a promise. I, That's a fact. No, I, I get it. Hey, totally fair. So, I think uh, we can work ourselves out a deal. You let me go, I tell you where those coins are. You give us the contracts, right? Oh, he, he burned them. Oh, he burned them. Okay. I don't think I don't think you're gonna tell us where the the coins are. I think you're gonna give us the coins. I lead you to the coins. Lead us to the give, coins. Yeah. I give you, you the give coins. That's the coins. Yes. I, I'm. That's what I'm saying. I lead you there. I give them to you. I leave. Sounds fair. Deal. What does everybody think? Is that fair? I'm a, I'm a, I think it's a way to save more souls. Mm -hmm. By save, I mean, look, you know, get them to where they're supposed to go. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Sorcha? I think it's probably the best we're going to get. All right. By the way, if you, when you ask that, no eye contact. No eye contact. <laughs> could not, <laughs> could not <laughs> look uh... at you. Like, like, 
actually turned away slightly to answer. Uh, Ajo's um, actually <laughs> a little bit hurt from that, but he's trying to hide it. <clears throat> right. Oh, what no. Lex picks up in that interaction that responds the, the way Sarcha is evading the gaze? Is it just shame from the attack, or is there anything else in there as well? The wings is a little bit because he's still hurt from the from everything. <laughs> it tries to hide the wings. Yeah. Overwhelming shame. Right. Uh, so if there's anything else like, there, you cannot tell because the shame is so strong. Well, but like. Lax is super insightful. I'm telling that Lax wants to know Roll. if that's just that or yeah, that's what I'm asking. Uh, okay. Um, All right, and then I see. guess for the other guy, Carver, um, we're gonna let him go right with the dogs, right? We're gonna let them go as well. Or um, Sarge, on twenty-five, on twenty-five, what is Lax perceiving? <laughs> right now, it's like. 99% shame and guilt. Uh -huh. um, and 1% like I'm not allowed to have emotions. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, I can work with that. I can work with that. No clarification on oh. what those emotions are because sort of Oh yeah, but there, but there is something other than shame. There's an <laughs> That's enough to be like, okay, I'm gonna put it in my back pocket just to like know that there is something going on with Sorja, even if I don't know exactly what. On a 25, one day I'll get you another 20. Mm. So guys, what are we doing with? We're letting the other guy go, right, Carver, with the dogs, or? Well, what about his soul contracts? Has he got any? That's true. If I'm not letting him out, I mean, honestly, I still think that the dogs can. Just go into the wild, take care of themselves. That's my uh, well, preference. My thought is but, like, if we get rid of him, the dogs won't have a master anymore, which would mean they'd become maybe like, um, you know, not, there would be nobody there to stop them from attacking. Oh, us. and you think that the devil is gonna stop them? Do you think the devil is I... gonna not use them for evil means? If anything, they have way. If they're just released, they're just beasts. They're asking on, on instinct. I... That's at least, you know, didn't... chaotic, but it's like nature. But I... as this, and a devil has a power over them, then they're going to be used for evil means. I didn't get that feeling from him, but I'm just Ma saying. Max is going to okay. pull out the voice caster. Uh, hey, Carver, do you have any contracts on you? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Carver... Mm -hmm. uh, before before he answers, can Alex uh, lean into Adrian and say, if he has contracts on it, I want him dead. If he doesn't have contract on it, I'll let you do whatever you want with him. Fine. Yep. And so, and yeah, there's like a bit of a pause as Carver realizes you're talking to him, and you just hear him call back, Uh, Nar? You know, a contract haver kind of guy? I don't have any at the moment. I haven't been in the material plane in a couple centuries, really. So, uh, I mean, I'm. In, Should we yeah. do an insight check? Yeah, sure. Um, Whoever wants to can roll insight. Max is gonna. Max is gonna insight. Max. I made, a, I made an agreement with that's, with Adriel. Of course, I'm inciting because this is. That's an eleven insight. Oh, that is the lowest I have ever. I'll do one as well. Eleven on insight. I'll do one as well since I suggested. Is it? Though... out of it today. Uh, okay, here we go. Too much. There you go. 
Okay. On a 17, um, he actually sounds kind of embarrassed at the fact that he doesn't have a contract right now. Yeah, it's the feeling I got from him. <laughs> Guys, he's fine. Yeah, like, it, it kind of reminds you of, like, a frat bro who has to admit that he actually, like, hasn't gotten laid in a while or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, don't worry. He's just a dog trainer. He's just trying to, you know, he does. I believe him. See, I don't believe that he's just a dog trainer. I think that he's a piece of shit, but I made an agreement with you. Yeah. So I guess if you feel good about releasing this devil, then I that's do. on you and your conscience. I'll assume responsibility if things don't go the way I think they will. I bet you will. Now, can we please go get some rest? I'm very tired. Well, yeah, sorry. We, it's goodness knows I'm the last person to keep us on track. But if we've have we fully explored this area in case there are any secret goodies? Yeah. And, if, and also, then we have to just figure out if we're going to go and bury the body in the grove place or if we're going to uh, follow uh, Kerber over there. Kerbis, Kerber, you know, the guy with the coarse coins. Well, we, we should get that first, I think. I think we should. I mean,. Depending when the co coins are, which, I mean, maybe he will Unless... give us a little bit of insight. If they're nearby, then sure, we can get them wherever. If mm -hmm. they're outside of this camp, I think we should just rest for a short minute for all of us to get a little bit less fucked up before we head out for the coins. Um, but if yeah. they're between the camp, we can just take care of it right away. If, yeah. So, yeah, Curvis, where are these coins? Are they inside in the camp or are they outside of the camp? I, I buried them outside the camp so that no one else would know about them. They're about a ten-minute walk away. Oh, I guess we... That's that. That's everything. We should probably... Yeah. Let's do what you said, Lux. Rest up for a short yep. bit and then head out? Yep. Everybody okay good. with that? Fine by me. Okay, yes. so you all decide to take a short rest uh, during this time. Anybody who wants to can spend hit dice and regain hit points and all that stuff. Uh, and just to clarify mechanically, uh, before we leave to to like explore the side that needs to happen after the rests, right? The rest needs to be actively resting, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you all decide to spend about an hour or so just sitting down, patching up any new injuries that you have, just, yeah, regaining any health and uh, regaining your stamina. And for a few of you, you regain some use to some class abilities and such. Uh, Max, at the very end, is going to play the Song of Rest, um, which okay. gives an extra 1d8 to anyone who's gaining life. Do you want to roll hey, the 1d8? Okay. Uh, oh, right, it's my 1d8, not yours. Mm -hmm. uh, sure, yeah. Let me know how much I got. Uh, three. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Daddy. Um, can Patina hey, look, at the, look at the uh, box? Um, sure. So, by the box, do you mean... Uh, <laughs> In the tent? Gonna... Um, if you wanted to take a sec and go into Yvira's tent, go right ahead. I remember okay. seeing a box. What's in the box? <laughs> yeah, um, now that you're in the tent, you look around and you see 
yeah, like there's, for example, a bed in here, a box off to one side, uh, as, yeah, the box, you try to open it and it seems to be locked. <laughs> I'm gonna try to open it. I'm gonna, okay. uh, what is it? It's, it's a, a slave hand? Um... Yeah, uh, you can use sleight of hand, but I believe that when you were looting Yvira's body, you also found some keys on her. <gasps> oh! <laughs> who has the keys? <laughs> she looks around. Chance to remember who has the keys. The hit dice for Paladin is 1d10 per Paladin level, right? That's correct, yes. So I can roll as many... I can roll 9 in total, right, for d10? Or no. That's correct. Okay. And you regain half of your total hit dice after every long rest. And with your uh, periat of health, you get double the hit dice. All right, so I'll roll all nine. <laughs> okay. And let's see. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Do you also gain the constitution modifier for each hit die? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, with... So for each okay. die, you add uh, the, your modifier. Uh, okay. Yes, that's what it shows in uh, D&D Beyond. Mm-hmm. And the amount is doubled, so... Let's see, 4 times 9 is 36. Um, yeah, it, Adriel, uh, if you want, you can roll the dice one at a time and just regain hit points bit by bit until you're back up to full. Oh, Adriel, you rolled all of them, right? I, yeah, I rolled, like... Okay. 90 <laughs> okay so you're just gonna go through all of your hit dice and just so 35 plus 36 that's 71 times two so you're gonna regain 142 hit points so like i'm gonna say that over the course of an hour adriel goes from like uh, uh being maybe at death's doorstep or like just at Visibly low health, he's got a lot of injuries, he's bleeding, pale. Um, yeah, somehow he just seems to regain his full sense of composure. Despite his visible injuries, he looks pretty good, all things considered. Lex is both happy to hear it, to see it, but also just kind of like, like, <laughs> it's the whole like, you fucking golden boy, of course, of course you'll go from being totally fucked up to like, being back to your shiny hair and everything well like Lex is obviously also like back to everything but I feel like their mm. hair partially because of the he hell being shitty is like a little bit like less shiny a little bit like rough around the edges and Adriel's just standing there the perfect golden shining boy and it's just mm. like you motherfucker like I'm glad but also fuck you yeah, Adriel <laughs> looks kind of like an action hero at the end of the movie where they're banged up, but they also look hot enough to, like, you know, win the girl and, like, get the kiss at the end and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, um, uh, that's understandable, Lux. Adriel uh, yawns. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, as for you, Patina, I will say that um, you're able to get the key from whoever has it in the group, I presume? Amazing. No, uh... If I see Patty doing, like, looking for the key, I'm definitely joining her because I'm curious. Oh, no! Okay. <laughs> There's nothing in here! No! 
ask around for keys. I want to know why. I mean, you can try to persuade me not to go with you. No, I am naked in here. I had to it, change. It was going to try to approach Sorcha to check in on Sorcha. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey, Lex, Lex is going to say. That's what was convinced Lux to say. Because Lux never watched it from afar. Like, okay. so, of course. Lux, um, as Patina's trying to persuade you away from the tent, you get a tingling at the back of your senses, like a spider sense, and you turn around. And yeah, Adriel's going up to Sorcha. Look, Lux, angst. Follow the angst. <laughs> 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 um, if I, if I see Adriel coming, what? Uh, oh, I thought that you're you're seeing Lex. I'm gonna be stealthy in in case so you can see that I'm watching from afar. Uh, if I if I see Adriel coming, I'm going to do anything I can to get out of it. Um, suddenly, I'm in an animated conversation with Lou, who I don't think I've ever spoken with before <laughs> oh yeah so um are are you all right after the the battle thanks for thanks for checking on me oh my god oh my god oh my god oh, my god. <laughs> oh i'm a bit singed but i think i'm okay how are you i don't think we've spoken much before actually <laughs> no no i i we have not i guess uh i i mean it's it's time to Fix that, I guess. Tell me a bit Yay, about your new friend. Oh, hey guys, sorry, to, uh, Adriel gets there. <laughs> hey guys, sorry to interrupt. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to check in. Oh, yeah. Are you okay? Lulu, 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 Lulu was just telling me about uh, uh, her life story. Uh, go on, Lulu. Yeah. Okay, I don't know my life story because I've forgotten most of it. But right, um, yes. So when I came to El Torel. I was in a box. And then as she begins talking about, well, she's retelling the events of the campaign up to this point because that's all she remembers. Uh, Adriel's gonna try to put a hand on Sorcha as like to just like a friendly pat on the back, like just kind of like, you know, to just to check in. <laughs> I, like, you know how like cats have this uncanny ability to avoid any pets that you try to give them if they don't want pets? like. It seems like they're made out of liquid somehow that they like slip away. Like that—that's what just happened. Well, I'm sorry. Were you hurt in the battle, Sorcha? Do you know what I can? Oh, I don't think I have any more healing. Yeah. No, no I'm. I'm fine. I, I'm. I'm. I gotta um, go. Adrian's just smiling oh. obliviously. <laughs> Well, as long I as you're gotta fine. Go talk. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh -huh. If you're fine, you know, just I'll let you catch up with Lulu. I just wanted to check in on you. So we're cool. We're good. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, um. By the way, no eye contact this whole time. Still no eye contact. <laughs> just very confused. He's like, all right, well, I'm just gonna, you know, go at. Help around the camp. See if anybody needs help. And Angel walks away. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, thanks. And what then we went Lux down to the from this interaction. I will roll inside on Sorcha till I die. What did Lux pick up watching this interaction? I will roll. 
Roll insight. <laughs> ah, 21. It's good for me. It's still good, but for me, it's low. 21. Oh, yeah, only a 21. 21 is low. <laughs> I got plus 9. 21 is it's a 12 for the dice. But it's still good. So what did I get on 21? Give me. Give me. Gwen's just going to be, like, lurking near Lux now. <laughs> We've got a fucking audience here. God, okay, yeah. Like, Sorja has, like, no idea how to act around Adriel right now. Because he's like, I am so embarrassed. I am so ashamed of what has happened. I don't... But, like... Adriel's like just kind of acting normally and, and like he just doesn't know how to deal. He doesn't know how to deal. He's going to die. <laughs> He's thinking about the river stick. He's like, maybe if I throw myself in there, uh, I will forget and, and things will, it'll be okay. As Lax is, as Gwen is near Lax, Lax is just like, I mean, Sorcha always had like zero social skills, but like he's actually particularly odd around Adriel. I don't know. Yeah, this is when <laughs> Adriel gets close to you guys and then kind of whispers in Lax's ear, "Can you keep an eye on Sorcha? I don't think he's okay." Oh my fucking god! Oh, <laughs> dear cousin, because I care about you so much, I'll keep such watchful eye over your friend just for you. Thanks. I appreciate oh, that. God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like one pile at a time. Oh, I'm trying to make him walk here. <laughs> Pretend he's walking normally, but yeah. I guess. <laughs> he's just taking a walk as if nothing happened. Like, he's totally unfazed by really yeah. what Will, would that so 21, because I, I said what happened there, would that 21 apply to Lux picking up anything from Adriel or or not? I will, let, I will let it go if not, but... I'll say that you can get, like, maybe a general vibe around Adriel. Like, Adriel, um... give me general vibe. Uh, about the, what's happened? Well, Adriel like, is trying to yeah. paint a picture that he's 100% fine with what happened and he's not upset at all that Sorcha is ignoring him and avoiding eye contact that his friend is ignoring him <laughs> he also feels conflicted <laughs> with what happened like he forgives Sorcha he already forgave Sorcha but he just doesn't understand why like he just doesn't understand which is oh, basically no. Adriel every day <laughs> of his life so <laughs> uh. That's all you get from Adriel. Also, he's looking for, like, to do, like, do something, like, help somebody, just anything. Because he feels Lax restless. Is trapped, Lax is trapped <laughs> in the cage of being an incredibly insightful person who is very uncomfortable with the emotional conversation. So it's like, I can see <laughs> and I can know that you have these conflicted emotions. The idea of trying to handle that for you or have a conversation that will be about it and will be like a mature emotional conversation is extremely intimidating to Lex. So Lex is just gonna remember that and maybe later find Patty to be like, hey, be our emotional therapist. Handle this for me because I can't, but for later. So Adriel's gonna go to Patina, like Adriel's gonna go to Patina and ask if Patina needs help. I need it! No! Uh, <laughs> I need Max's help! Oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be this way. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so while, can I say, while all this is happening, 
Max. So Max has gone over to Carver. Yeah. And I'm just gonna do a try to do a little uh, persuasion check with Carver there. He's just gonna go. I I I I see you like your dogs real much, and I appreciate that. I'm a you oh, yeah. you. You got care and attention. I just oh, want to let you know. You know what I was shouting to see if you had any contracts. Right. Yeah. The fact that right. you didn't have any contracts, like that, was what made them all decide to that. Uh, you know, to let you go, and we'd be like, yeah, because you gotta look after these dogs, oh. and that's all good. But um, yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just saying, I don't think, you know, my friends there, they're not very, like, nice to, to devils who take contracts for humans and such. And you seem uh -huh. like you're very happy with your dogs. So I'm just saying it might, it's your best interest maybe to just, like, never take contracts. Um, just because, I mean, yeah, they can be real rough and tough. And uh, me, I like you. And so, yeah, I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Does that sound Ooh. like a good idea? So how, how how's that sound to you? Roll persuasion and insight. I love this. <laughs> uh, that, ooh. Uh, that is a 31 persuasion. Damn! Jesus! Max <laughs> using his god powers. <laughs> My god. And, oh and, a, god. and a 12 insight. Okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Max, um, yeah, Carver is listening to you as you say all this, and, eh, well, uh, I'm, I must say, like, I wasn't expecting things to go the way they did today, like, um, I guess I've been a bit self-conscious about the fact that I haven't had any contracts in a while, but if, you know, that saved my bacon today, then, eh, kind of funny the way the universe works sometime, isn't it? Yeah, well, as long as it just works out. Huh. Well, uh, I, I appreciate that, man. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, huh. That's some food for thought right there, ain't it? Yeah. All right, All yeah. Right. Well, have yourself a good one. And this is when Adriel approaches Max and says, Hey, Patina's looking for you, Max. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, so I gotta go. Ooh. All right. All right. Uh, well, you do you, and... Okay, so yeah, Max, uh, you head off to find Patina, who's in the tent. So, Patina, you've got the key, and yeah, you've been um, fiddling with this chest for a little bit, and uh, yeah, thankfully you put the key in the right way this time, and you're able to open it up, and you open the lid just as Max comes into the tent. Fully naked. She's to keep with her, uh, her, her, like, a naked in this tent, uh, ruse. Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh, Max, take a look around. <laughs> I'm trying to find stuff here. <laughs> clothes? What? You trying to find your clothes? Or... Oh, my clothes! No, I'm... <laughs> um... <laughs> Tina. So you can you can see me like this, don't you like it when I look? <laughs> I can't believe I'm asking this, but where are your clothes right now? <laughs> oh no, where are my clothes? <laughs> oh, they're right over there on the bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, <laughs> I was trying to get the other ones not to come in here. <laughs> Uh, we can do yeah. some. We can do some playing a little bit later. But first, help me look around here for anything secret that the angel might have been hiding. 
Oh yeah, okay, but yeah, okay. Well, you mean I don't know why you're naked. Also, take off your, that, also but... take off your clothes. Why aren't you taking off your clothes? Well, then I lose all the pockets for the things that we might be finding. But what about your penis? <laughs> I want to see. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if I'm like this, you should be like this. This is a naked tent now. I appreciate the attention, but this feels a little forced. <gasps> I mean, Lulu could just be right outside there, and it doesn't seem very nice to Lulu. <gasps> you deny All right, me. let's look around. We'll look around, though. Yeah, okay, sure. You want we'll me to look around. around? We'll look around. Oh. Angel, Angel's oh. blushing as he's standing beside Gwendolyn because he knows what's going on, but he doesn't. He does what he doesn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> His imagination not... is something else. They are not being subtle about their conversation. Adriel, you are standing right outside, and you hear all of this. I'm gonna, I, yeah, I, oh, whoa, what's in that? Yeah, I'm gonna go this way. Uh, yeah, six, four. <laughs> okay, Max and Patina, could the both of you roll me an investigation check, please? Yeah, okay. I got a four. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm exhausted. This is why I needed your help. I got I'm a seven. Roll again. I got, yeah, okay. I got a seven. I mean, I wasn't going to tell you you look tired. I know, Lord, do you never say that to someone? Well... Oh, you don't um... say that though, right? <laughs> Patina's this close to ripping off. So, on a seven, you have the chest in front of you, and you begin looking through it. Um, yeah, there are a whole bunch of things in here, actually. Like, um... You do see a whole bunch of coins, for one thing. So, yeah, uh, they seem to be, like, um, in all different kinds of denominations and, like, currencies from, like, maybe some empires and some kingdoms that have, like, you know, like, they're not around anymore. These things might have existed hundreds, if not thousands of years ago, but the materials that the coins are made out of, they'd still be worth something. So this is very old. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much coinage? So, for the coins, there are 1,240 copper, as well as 450 silver, 860 gold, and 214 platinum. Me, uh... Uh, nipple hard. Little mm. sandwiches. <laughs> I like to think that the uh, the the investigation checks was uh, Matt Patina saying like, "Help me find," and Max pointing like, "There's a box over there." Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. No, beautiful. Uh, and what is it? Patina's just pissed off because. Max doesn't does is it isn't listening to uh she's what is it what's the word uh she's dis disinclined her request for nudity <laughs> yeah this doesn't happen often no hmm. oh so continuing to look through the chest underneath the coins you actually find a set of four daggers and they seem to be like. They're made out of this dark material that glistens in the light. It reminds you of, like, fresh obsidian patina. And 
yeah, these seem to be worth a good amount of money each. Like, you're guessing they don't, these daggers don't look like they're, um, they don't look like the most sturdy of materials. They seem to be, like, mostly kind of ornamental, but you think they could be worth something as well? They're not, they're not magic daggers, but they're just money no. daggers. Yeah, money daggers. Um, and there are also five gemstones as well that look like uh, rubies, but you can see that there is magic swirling in the center of each one. It looks like a miniature sort of magical, like a magical storm almost contained within each of these. For five rubies, right? Five rubies. Uh, I will, uh, uh, anything else or is that? Yes. So finally, after that, you see two other items of note in here. There is a pair of boots as well as a potion of Nice. Potion of some kind. How how comfortable do the book boots look? Um, She... She slaps her hand away from it. <laughs> Max, don't touch. <laughs> not until I ident- identify it. Mm. Right, yeah, not supposed. Or to you take them. off your clothes then, and then I'll give it to you. So I'm just in the boots. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm gonna need a description of the boots before I make that decision. Um, they look like nice boots. Like they seem to be elvish made kind of like with patterns similar to that um yeah they are slender and uh well built uh they seem to be like they're not made they don't seem to be designed with like rock shows in mind or like long distance travel they're more like um yeah like they have gentle uh sort of soles on them and but they do seem surprisingly durable despite that. Mm. Not quite sure he's in my style. But uh, I'm sorry, but he, I mean, look, you know, we can do some, we can have some fun times later. I just feel like we just had a rest and now we're supposed to be out and about. I just don't want them all waiting while we're This out, is all why the rest is happening. This is the rest. Oh. oh, yeah, well, I don't know. I just, we got a lot on our minds right now. Oh. <sighs> uh, I don't want him walking in when they're like, hey, we got to go find him soul coin. Oh, no, look, you've, you've got a penis out. It's not, <laughs> you know. Or I'm you could have a penis just... inside, you know, that I could, you know, never mind. It'd be different <sighs> if we were, like, on a stage or backstage <sighs> or something. But, look, this is just very domestic. Just... <laughs> All right. Yeah. You uh, disinclined me, I guess so. Let me take the time to identify this. Naked, to tempt me. <sighs> she just shimmies as she identifies I, I, this. I mean, she... I'm, en- I'm enjoying the show. I guess so. Is it not doing anything for you any longer? Oh, I see, I'm enjoying it. It's good. I love it. You know. Oh, I will identify the items. Okay. You as cast... she looks sad and forlorn in the corner. Lounge. Okay. <laughs> You cast identify sad and naked. <laughs> so, um, <Good> God. <laughs> so, which item are you going to cast identify on first? 
um, uh, the the boots. Okay, so these patina are boots of the air strider. So these boots have three charges, okay. and you can spend one charge as a bonus action in order to gain a flight speed equal to your walking speed for one minute. What? For one minute? For one minute. Three charges to do a bonus action fly. Yes. Oh my god. And you regain 1d4 charges after a long rest. Okay, cool. Very, oh my god, wow. Who wants those? <laughs> um, uh, and the the potion? Uh, the potion. Now, this is interesting, Patina. You cast Identify on the potion, and you learn that it is a potion of chaos. Mm-hmm. Basically, the effect when you drink this is completely random with no way of determining what it will do until after you've drunk it. However, what makes this really interesting is, um, at the start of every new day, the vial refills itself. Oh. Do you ex- yeah. do, do you say this aloud to Max? No. Oh, right. You've pissed off, Patty. <laughs> you pissed off, Patty. Oh, <laughs> she, she does this Sharon Stone thing. Where she like <laughs> keeps on doing different positions just trying to tempt you. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I uh, think you should try in the boots. I mean, those look like they'd fit you real nice. Oh, and she just like makes a loud moan and she like turns her posi- <laughs> turns her ass towards you. Oh, yes. They are pretty. <laughs> yeah, you've always liked knocking boots. Oh, yes, Mix! She's also making a show of trying to, like... (laughs) They're having sex. Um, whoever Uh... is outside and wants to can roll an insight check. Can I give the, uh, can I give it disadvantage somehow? I have disadvantage already, so it sounds real... (laughs) (laughs) Let me just do I don't think Lax would roll inside, but I have a passive inside. Can I passively? Like, I, have, I don't yeah. think Lex would get out of the way to. I got a seven. It inside, doesn't sound like sex. I've got nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> Lux, um, Patina is unhappy that Max won't have sex with her and is trying to make noises in order to convince him. My God. Lex moves away. Mummy and Daddy are angry at each other. Just like, <laughs> you're like this is. None of my business. I don't want to know. I don't want to. I'm just gonna. Ma- Max is gonna. Max is gonna try to make things better by putting out his guitar, and um, improvising a song about finding treasure. <laughs> treasure. Yeah. In the we found a missing. Oh, treasure. incredible! Yeah. Whip it out. Oh. We got soft, soft boots, and the boots are gonna make you really, uh, you know, walk good. I think mm. I not really know what the magical stuff does. So hard. But I it's magic because it was in a locked chest treasure. Oh, I came again. Oh. Max is gonna look at Gwen and be like, so. 
Um, what I'm picking up is that they found some magical shit, but I don't. I'm not going anywhere either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fucking with that. No pressure is worth it. Uh, let's. I want to be as far away as possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, your aunt. Okay, I have to admit. Too much. I, mm. I, I made that a performance check, and it was a nat one. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. They can't all be winners, Max. I'm sorry. My backup is is really helping. It's just not his best work. I mean, it, Max is usually brilliant. But... Is Adriel and Sorcha far enough? They don't have to hear that, or you're you're doing you're. I hope so. <laughs> the nat one is because you're doing it with a boner. <laughs> It's in uh, symptoms. Just been standing for like I don't know how long in front of this ballista. <laughs> um, what about the gems? Um, now the gems, these seem to be chaos rubies. Oh. So basically, um, yeah, they just have inherent arcane energy. Basically, these are rubies and gemstones that have been at the site of places of great arcane power and have absorbed those energies. Basically, um, they would be of great value to a spellcaster. Uh, so if you were to sell these to somebody who's interested in arcane stuff, you could make a lot of money off of them. Okay. So they're not like, uh, they're for... They don't have mechanical use, they're just uh, for money. Yeah, if you cracked one open, it would cause a big explosion. Oh, interesting. But, like, it would take effort to, like, you know, really, like, break it open enough to cause it to explode. Okay. Uh, amazing. And the dagger? Uh, the daggers have no magical property. But, yeah, these seem to be shadow glass daggers. So, yeah, you think that these are just well-made uh, daggers that are of fine craftsmanship. For how much might they be selling? Um, tell you what, roll me an intelligence check uh, with disadvantage. Uh, <laughs> a six. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, okay. three. There we go. <laughs> Oof. Um, yeah, you have no idea, Patina. Just getting angry at Max. <laughs> oh, yes, Max, such is good! <laughs> and then, uh, I just, uh, try to make myself feel better by rolling around the money a little bit before I split it up for everybody, and I'm gonna put it into <laughs> everyone's, uh, okay. little baggies for everybody. Alright, so, you begin splitting it up, uh, after rolling around in it like a dragon. <laughs> So, or Scrooge McDuck, and yeah, um, you've got portioned off bags for everybody. Uh, here's your gold mix. We'll tackle with everyone else what, what we should do for the rest. Thank you. I think you're welcome, mix. I'm not sure what's going on. Oh, you would, wouldn't you? And she just puts her clothes on. Throws okay. her, her breast into her bra and then... Oh! Oh! Day! Everyone gets uh, 20 copper, 200 copper, 
gonna type. I'll I'll put it in everyone's uh, inventory. Yeah, please type cool. it. I'll type it um, in. When Patina gives you all the money, it smells like her perfume. Oh. The one that kills? Or... <laughs> <laughs> that is a different one. Don't worry. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> it won't kill you. No, don't worry. As we all like are gathered around, like getting our coins and everything, um, Alexis, Lex would turn around and like walk up to Clover and be, um, "Hey, I'm assuming." All things considered, you just want to be out of here as soon as we can, um, which I get. Uh, before we leave, though, you've been here for a while. Is there any area that you would know that we should, you know, look through or be particularly interested in before we head out? He goes back into the tent where Patina and Max were to take a look around. And she says, I think you missed something. And yeah, uh, Max, I think Max can... missed something. Max missed something. Absolutely. Oh, sorry. Uh, I what agree. Was that? I've, I think I've missed a lot and I'm not sure what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's true. Uh. Black, Black's is following Clover to actually figure yeah. out what's So ignoring Max and Patina, Lux, you follow Clover inside and she's standing off to one side of the tent where there's like something about six or seven feet tall that's had like a large sheet thrown over it that Max and Patina totally missed with their investigation <laughs> checks. And Clover, um, yeah, takes the sheet off, revealing a very tall mirror that, oh. yeah, seems to be... Uh, yeah, like a full-length mirror with all these intricate carvings all along the sides of it. Uh, along the frame, I mean. Do you know what this is? I don't know. Yuvira never let me in here, so... Major picks his head in. Is it a portal? <laughs> I mean, it's a mirror, but it looks like has some magical, could have Magi some magical properties. Maybe it is a portal. Um, Do either like of you speak Elvish? Uh, no. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say to Adriel and be like, I feel like Patty is in the mood, but she really likes you. Can you get her to come here and maybe take a look? Right, uh, Miss Miss Patina, uh, could you could you come what? in? What? Oh, we already found the box. Oh. Oh, this was a mistake. Oh, this uh, was a mistake. Okay. Saying, Did I forget something in here? Uh, no, I mean yes. I mean there's a. Mirror, oh, Adriel, how magic could mirror. I be angry at you? No. <laughs> you like magic mirrors, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Of course I will. What is it? Oh, what's this? I'll I'll take a look and read it. Okay. So this mirror, Patina. Um, roll me a history check. Gosh. <laughs> Can be like, Gwen, darling. We. Yeah. I need your help because uh, uh, this uh, I'm a little dumb right now. Uh, and angry <laughs> okay. and so angry. I got it. Bye. 
Okay. I, am, uh, I got a five both times. Okay. Uh, can I help? And then I'm like, look, like, oh, there's my panties. I forgot. Uh, I put on my panties on the floor. <laughs> Don't worry That's about it. Really regretting everything. <laughs> just blushing. Uh, Gwen, would you be a darling and help us with this? Uh, don't know what to do. Sure. I'm so uh, upset. So that's it. It's okay. Men are all. That's an eight? Um. <laughs> we're, we're all. Can I cast identify on this? Sure. But if you wanted to take it, some time. Is this going to be investigation or history? History, please. Oh, God. Come on, you can do this. Well, you got this. We believe. believe. Oh, 14! <laughs> yes! Um, yeah, so with a 14, um, this seems to be, this is definitely Elvish made, and you're guessing that this is from the Elvish civilization of Irlan, which was a kingdom that existed a long, long time ago that eventually fell, uh, but this was, yeah, this seems to be a relic of a long-lost kingdom, actually. Oh, Oh. Is it a portal? Uh, <laughs> and at the top of the mirror, in Elvish, you see the words, as it was. As it was. That seems strange. But it, what happens That's when we say the word in, in Elvish? Um, so, when you say the words in Elvish, as it was, and suddenly there's like a shimmer in the air, like, mmm. Oh. What just happened? Uh, does anything else, like, does, is there any other, like, gleaming anywhere or anything else I can see? Um, like, yeah, you're guessing that the carvings around the outside of the mirror, um, they're kind of glowing a little bit with light. Oh. Is the reflection normal? It seems to be. Hmm. What if? How... What if Lex touched the glass? Did anything happen? Would anything happen? Um, you touch the glass and ding, ding, ding. Nothing. Okay, it is somehow magical, but I'm not sure how. And the frame looks pretty secure on there, right? Would you like to take a look? Yes. So as you raise your hand to investigate, suddenly there is a shimmer and the reflection shifts a bit and it's like the light in the reflection suddenly shifts. I, I will say that with your passive perception, Gwendolyn, it's almost like it. the reflection is depicting the world, but it's like it is rapidly rewinding, the reflection that is. Oh. Wait, wait, uh, do you tell us that? Can we all see it, or just is it just Gwen? Um, you all see this. Or Gwen sees it with her passive perception, but I will say that other people with sufficiently high perception can see it as well. Is it just the... Does it affect the people standing in there, or is it just the, the environment? Um, you don't think... It, well, actually, as you look at all of yourselves, you see that, um, actually... In the reflection, as time in the reflection is shifting, all of your injuries are disappearing one by one. What the hell? 
That's... Has anyone ever seen anything like this? Should we talk to Loiki? I don't know. I mean, Lulu's the one who's got the memories from way back when, right? Yeah, maybe she has first instinct, but I'm not sure to see. I mean, it's worth trying, but I'm not sure. (laughs) Meanwhile, Lulu's still telling me the whole life story. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that has happened since that box got opened. And then we went to the Wandering Emporium, and that guy named Mahadi had a really loud voice, and he wanted us to go to his place, but then people said it was a bad idea. So then we all went to Bernie, and she gave us lots of haircuts, and she got me a dye job, and now I'm goth. And yeah, she's uh, she just keeps going. Maybe someone should go and uh, get sword chat. Because I think they're uh, still outside. Yeah, Adriel, can you bring sword chat and Lulu in? I- I don't think that's a good idea. Um, Why? I don't know. I think <laughs> Sorcha... Sorcha seems to be avoiding me. <laughs> I it just... I, I think someone else should go. Max is going to pull out the voice caster again and just shout from the door. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lulu! Sorcha... Well, Lulu especially. We want you to come and take a look at something in here. It might like, look like you when you were a kid or something. I don't know, we're trying to figure it out. And also, when we were looking at the mirror, and in the mirror, it looks like our, like, wounds are receding and everything. It, that's happening only in the mirror, not, like, it doesn't have any effect on us physically, right? Uh, yeah. Like, you guys all look exactly the same outside the mirror, and, yeah, nothing has changed. Yeah, let's bring Lilith here. Okay. So, Lulu and Sorcha, the two of you go inside the tent as well to look at the mirror along with everybody else. All right, so looking at that, um, yeah, it seems to be an interesting mirror, and Lulu kind of, like, exa- like she flutters up to it, kind of looking at it, and... Yeah, I, I don't know what this is. What do, you, what do you see when... Do we see any difference in, like, how Lulu is reflecting? No, she seems exactly the same. Is she still goth? (laughs) She's still goth, yes. I still think it could be a portal, but I don't know. I mean, I could try to walk through it. I I tried touching it and it just felt like glass, but also Mm. it is from an elfin, like, culture, so maybe... An elf? Yeah. 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 Or maybe I could just do, like, a run and start. Oh, maybe not. oh boy! What? I mean, no, it is magical option, so it shouldn't shatter. But maybe let's try with, um, maybe Gwen. Yeah. Just like okay. still seeing like Patty and Cersei, just like maybe Gwen. Well, things usually work better when I hit them, but I'll give uh, this a go. Just a loving tap, you know, just a little okay. tap. So, Gwen, you raise your hand to try and hit it, and time seems to move back just a little bit once again. And you look down at your hand, up at the mirror. Um, yeah, roll me, uh, I guess, a, just a general wisdom check. Okay. Well, either that or an arcana check. Ooh. Um, I don't think my arcana is going to be any better. No. Can I stick with that okay. wisdom? Sure, go ahead. 
Um, yeah, you were the one who said the words as it was, then it activated, and every time you move your hand, it seems like the image is shifting. Okay, well, what happens when I tap it? Um, you tap it, and, um, basically it's the same as before. Nothing else seems to occur, but every time you move your hand, like, it seems to just go back just a little bit, like, you move, you move your hand kind of, like, to the left a bit, and then it starts to really go back a bit quickly. You move your hand the other way, and then it actually goes forward a little bit. What the heck? As in, what happens it's going to... into the future? And it's in a frame? Yeah, the mirror's in the what frame. What happens if I try to take the mirror out of the frame? Um, what is this hunk of junk? <laughs> like, can you point it at something and, and see if that's... Oh, oh, please. I volunteer. I want to see if I can see my abs again. I used to have them, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> she just looked dramatically just like, whoosh, and just like puts it kind of right in his face. Okay, yeah. so you hold it up to Max, and are you going to try to move your hand to rewind further? Uh, me? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just gonna simply point it at Max right now and see what happens and see if, like, he can do anything first. Yeah, and then maybe Max is like lifting up his shirt to like look at his abs and be like, Come on, um, when darling, you activated it, so it's you have the power to control what the time looks like. Okay, so she's gonna move her one hand um back. So you begin rewinding it, and the more you move your hand, Gwen the faster time seems to go back to the point where like Ooh. in the reflection in the mirror it goes dark suddenly for a bit then it goes light again then dark then light dark light dark light dark light dark light dark light and you realize like you're cycling through days at this point and as you keep moving your hand suddenly it becomes a blur as like the interior of the tent starts shifting here and there a bit as like it seems like furniture is being moved around from place to place and um, yeah, as you just keep rewinding and rewinding, like, the reflection of Max in the mirror, like, Max, a little bit of your reflection in the mirror, a bit of hair starts creeping back towards the front of your scalp as it starts to be shot through with bits of black. Oh, this is incredible. Yeah, um... Yeah, a couple of your wrinkles on your forehead are beginning to fade. Um, you start losing, like, a little bit of weight around your jawline and stuff. And as you go from your, um, what would you say you are now? Like, mid-60s or so? Yeah, like 64. Yeah, like, you begin, like, visibly de-aging until, yeah. So, Max, are you going to tell Gwen when to stop moving her hand? I mean, I think Max is just in rapture. He's just looking okay. at me like, I last time I saw you was when you were on a poster. Okay. Is everyone else seeing this or just Max? Everybody else looking in the mirror sees this as well. Ooh. So, um, actually, Adriel, if you're standing next to Max, um, so, Adriel, you start visibly oh shrinking a little bit and oh. turning. Oh my so god. You go from your early 20s and suddenly all of you are seeing a teenage version of Adriel standing in the mirror. <laughs> oh my god. Max kind of laughs remembering their times like when like <laughs> when Adriel was that age and was even more like easily to influence and Lex was probably more 
rumbunctious. Mm. Uh, so, <laughs> his striking poses. Idril's just uh-huh. wide eyes staring at his reflection in the mirror. So, yeah, so... If we're gonna go back, say, about... So, yeah, by the time Adriel is like... Could you describe yourself, Adriel, when you were 13 years old? I was 13 years old? Uh, so, Adriel was... Uh, he was a bit lanky. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like still a little bit athletic as he was still doing some, like, you know, training and stuff, but like lanky. His hair was a bit longer and shaggy. <laughs> okay. And uh, his face was much more like slim. All right. Uh, yeah. And he was not that tall yet. Okay. And. For everybody else who's looking in the mirror, could I ask the same of Lux and Sorcha? What age? Yes. Um, 13, around there. Uh, Lux is older than Adriel. Is it all of us are 13, or does it... Just the... Uh, it's just Adriel, Lux, and Sorcha. Gwen and Patina and Clover, the three of them and Lulu, none of them have changed at all. The only other person that seems to be getting younger is Max. And I'm just asking because Lax is older. Would I describe Lax as the same age as Adriel, or would I describe Lax as the the few years older than like than Adriel is? Say around then, fourteen, fifteen ish. Okay, fifteen. Um, surprisingly tall at that age. Mm. Uh, the the hair is very long, but it's like not fabulous at all. It's like very like like <laughs> awkward covering one eye the eye the the eyes from under the hair that it's kind of like it's just like one eye is peeking through like very kind of like going through like an awkward emo face the one mm-hmm. eye that's poking through from behind the hair like the very big eyes like like kind of disproportionately big mm-hmm. to, towards the rest of the the face mm-hmm. and like very like dark circles underneath definitely some like attempts as a smashed smashed eyeliner underneath the eyes oh that looks God. like very yes. messy and awkward you uh wearing wearing all black and it's like again kind of like what what fantasy world edginess attempt at edginess <clears throat> for a teen would look like but because God, they're like they're surprisingly tall but they're like like adriel is a little bit lanky lacks the proportions are off. Like they're surprisingly tall for fifteen, but they're also like, like, so skinny. And like all uh-huh. of the clothes they're supposed to be edgy, like hang on them, like because they're like basically mm-hmm. just like the awkward, like the awkward stage, like but not in a like more in awkward way than a cute way. When like you know the puppies turn into their teenage years, so like the hands and the feet are a little bit proportionally too big, and it's like, mm-hmm. like. All of the limbs are like long, but like in an awkward way. Yeah. And, yeah, like the definitely like hiding behind the hair is very long, but it's very like not styled, not layered in any way. It's all like straight and like like very much like Lux is hiding in the hair. Like it's very mm. much like using as a <laughs> I'm awkward. Don't talk to me, but not in like a don't talk to me because I'm anxious. Like yes, anxiety is on the back of it, but it's like don't talk to me. I'm gonna fucking attempt my best at like teenage i'm gonna destroy you with words even if you just look at me even if you're a nice person i'm gonna like demolish you because i'm like so like 
if you dare to perceive me, I'm gonna like find all of the teenage insults that I can to insult you so you don't get too close to me. But also like, I think when Lax is like looking towards Adria, because I think Lax is the most like interested by Adria because they remember the teen dynamic, that's like, you can see the shift in Lax's like perception to be like very protective, but also like, I need you to think that I'm cool but I'm all acting like I don't care if you think that I'm cool towards Adriel. <laughs> you. Okay. I love this. Adriel's embarrassed this. that he's seen how short he was when he was that young. <laughs> and Sorcha, could you describe yourself at that age, please? Oh my god, oh my well, god, oh my god. The thing is that uh, Sorcha is 33. So if okay, we go back so, like 10 years, he'd be okay. 23. So you're okay. So you're still in your early twenties. Okay. Yeah, definitely looks a lot younger though. Like, mm, okay, there's less horror behind the eyes. You can tell he's missing like his his like big bite mark on his upper arm. He still mm. has like his right earlobe, which <laughs> mm. <laughs> he doesn't normally have. Um, his hair is like a lot shorter. It's not. Um, there's no undercut. Um. It's just kind of like short and pulled back. Um, and yeah, it just looks so much more innocent. Like not completely okay. innocent, but like more than he is now. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, all of you see this. Uh, Sergio like visibly recoils upon seeing his past self. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, look how cute you all are! Oh, yeah, Bettina, how can you be mad? At, look at look at this. I mean, oh. look at this physique. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, it's true. I can't, and I just like pinch everyone's cheeks and be like, "Oh, look at you." <laughs> is there? Because I'm assuming it's part of it is like the how long people like live but i'm curious if there is a difference in style because even if physically they're not different i wonder if like patty and gwen would their style would be in any way different hmm do the clothes change or um yeah like whatever you may have been wearing at that point in time like your clothes do change as time goes back the, the, yeah, this is this would be Pat, uh, Patty's uh, uh, rocker side chick. So she's in a leopard print, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. leopard print yeah. uh, yes. bodysuit. <laughs> it looks an eighties <laughs> hair, and she's like, <laughs> um, okay. I would say Gwen's style's mostly the same, uh, but I'm gonna say she had one of those awkward bang phases. Like straight across, like Betty Bangs, mm. and a bit shorter hair, like maybe up to her collarbone. Hmm. Okay. Uh, with um, this visual, Max is gonna go and kiss Patina. He's like, oh, this is it. Oh, we live in the days. <laughs> <laughs> she melts and she's like, "You've still got it, Max." Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a hot, sexy kiss, or is it more like sweet and like memories kiss? Uh, it's a dip. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So, Gwen, are you going to try and do anything else with this mirror, or... I wonder... Like... How far like, back can you go? Like, like, if Lulu is not changing in any way, obviously is yeah. some Asian being, which is fucking crazy. I didn't think that... I thought Lulu was more like us rather than you and Patty, but... I wonder how far you can go and if there are any changes at all, or... Okay, well... Just, she's she gonna looks go... like a baby to me, so... Uh, Gwen's gonna go back a little bit further, like, okay. maybe 30 years? Okay, you keep rewinding. Um, as you go back 30 years, um, so Adriel, Lux, and Sorcha rapidly go from, you know, young people to <laughs> children to toddlers to babies, and then they just disappear. <gasps> <laughs> By this point, 30 years, Max is in his physical prime. So, um, yeah, Max, could you describe yourself as you were in the glory days of rock and roll? <clears throat> yeah, well, he's so he's not. He's got got a little bit of a punch. Like mm. he was a little skinnier earlier on when he was much young, when he was still younger. But uh, yeah, he's very much got the the long, lustrous dark hair, um, with a yeah going all the way to the the edge of his brow. Even he hasn't mm. lost a thing. Um, and yeah, he's like he he's uh, he, he's he's a uh, shirtless with like a toy type thing on it on and just like leather pants and um you've a, a, a large amount of makeup just like mm. yeah a bunch of stage makeup on that was like stage makeup that was set like three days ago um really well but it's been three days uh mm. yeah and um <clears throat> yeah he's just kind of glistening because it was in a phase where he was like he thought he always looks better wet <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that is definitely something, Max. Um, and you go, you've gone back 30 years, Gwen. You haven't yeah. changed because of your elvish physiology. Neither is Patina. And Lulu is also exactly the same. Hmm. Is she a permanent baby? Is it like the Munchkin cats? Is she like... <laughs> Well, Maybe that's just Lulu's uh, regular form. Size? I don't know. We did have. The, I we guess did I see... just that unless it's like unless she's gonna live for fucking ever and it's still her like childhood right now. All this time that all of us have been aging, that is wild. And we saw the Lulu, visions of know, her with the angel. Lulu, do you know if you're gonna like where you don't remember anything? Do you? I know you don't remember your past, but do you, like, know of any other creatures like you? Do you know, like, how do you age? Like, do you know how long you live? Um, do you know if you're a baby? Lulu's expression is completely blank. If you were to look a bit closer, you could see the loading screen symbol for a computer going on <laughs> above her head. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. It's so okay, Lulu. I'm gonna go back further. Yeah, okay. Gwen, if you're gonna go like another decade. If you could okay. keep going back, Gwen, just look. Maybe <laughs> there's an even cuter, babier version of Lulu. Ooh. 
Um, like, yeah, so you go back another 10 years, Gwen. Nothing. 20. Okay, um, at, now Max is a kid. Oh. <gasps> Describe Max as a kid, Max. <laughs> uh, yeah, Max looks like he's been recently beaten up. Um, mm -hmm. he's wearing, like, his clothing, he's wearing clearly clothing that was, like, you know, worn by other people and then not, you know, they're pretty torn, like, you tried to fix it, you know, parents tried to fix him up a little bit, but, but, uh, it hasn't done a great job. He's, you know, a little undersized. Um, and just look, yeah, it just looks real dirty. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Uh, Lulu's still the same, though? Absolutely. 20 more like years. At first, I think, I actually, Lex for a second has, like, a beat, mostly just, like, understanding a little bit more of, like, humanity of his entire group, like, the people that actually age, because it's, like, weird to see people age their entire lives and, like, not have an emotional reaction. Like, there is mm. a bit of, I don't know, seeing everybody, like, Sarge and Max, like, you know, like, you have your own personal feelings about people, but when you see kind of like them, even like a snippet of their life, you kind of have more of like a compassion towards them, even if you're a judgmental bastard like Lux. But mm. Lux actually, but the second moment they have after the moment of compassion is like, I actually am curious. I mean, this could be a bit of manfuckery, and I don't know if it works that way, but like, if we think that if Ludo is a baby, how about like, should we try to see if this goes... No, it only so it goes back. Does it go to the future, this mirror? I was gonna ask that. Maybe we can see the future? If it I goes... mean, the, I know that the writing on it was as it was, so it will imply that it only goes oh. back. But I'm oh, that's curious I mean. if... I don't know if it showed, yeah. like... I mean, it show well... events, but I didn't know. I wonder if it would age us. I wonder if it would age Lulu. Though, like, if we're going back and she's not changing at all, then I don't know if. Well, we haven't tried. We could try. Yeah. Just we, haven't, we haven't gone back all the way to when the Dryad was, like, meeting with the uh, the Nice Angels Ariel, right? And that was connected to, to, to Lulu, right? Like, Ooh, I feel like we long? gotta go back a long way. How long, that how long be... ago was that? Quite a while back. Wait, you... Um, so, and Clover speaks up. You said Zariel again. Do you... Do you all know her? Um, well... Know her. Um, we know of her. And... Uh, and... Is, Lux. <laughs> is she... Lux is not looking up at anybody. Lux is looking at the ground suddenly silent. Well, I mean, I don't remember much about it. What happened after the battle? We were separated from her, but is is she still alive or? We we saw some visions. Uh, after, after the battle, she uh, was turned to a devil, and now she rules uh, Avernus. Yeah. Kind of, she's kind of evil now. Um, I think. But yeah. you know, maybe we can show her the light, and uh, the light being her old friend Lulu, which uh, apparently she is connected to Lulu. And she yeah. looks badass now. Wait, badass. and Clover, look, I remember. Yes, Zariel, she had this enormous golden mammoth with her. That, And she was Heaven. also named Lulu. <gasps> oh, how long ago was that? How long ago was that? Um, uh, 
I, and at this Clover, like, she's trying to concentrate, but she looks visibly exhausted. I, I don't, how long was I in there for? You know what, maybe this is too much. Maybe we should take a break, guys. We, like, we already were taking a break, but, like, you know, like, fully, like, rest. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Should we, can we bring this mirror with us? Should we, I think we should bring um, it with us. Is it small enough to put in our my bag? Um, you think it's a bit too big to put into your bag, but maybe oh, the, it could go into Sorcha's. The what is it? The the Max's uh, because Max has the the, the was it Santa's bag? Oh, if Max is the Santa bag, then yes, the mirror could go into there. Okay, Santa's bag. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his name. I'm like. <laughs> Uh, I was like, it was Santa. You mean bad Santa? You bad mean Santa. Evil Santa. He was really, he was really evil. Bag yeah, yeah. I've got a bag of holding. It's, it's well, a Santa bag of holding. I mean, we definitely do need to rest. But one thing is for sure: if our Lulu is not like Lulu Junior, then we have even more of an incentive now to try hmm. to unlock her memories. Hmm. What do you say, little one? Um, yeah, let's, uh, if people want to take a little bit of a rest and try to, uh, things out, that, that sounds good. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just a bit distracted, uh, just thinking about everything. Understandable. Um, should we get the soul, oh wait, no, the soul coins are outside of the camp, so I guess we're resting here then, right? Uh, yes. Just to clarify, are people okay with just... Taking the short rest and then figure out figuring out the coins, or people actually are feeling really exhausted, and we should actually just call it a night. I'm really exhausted, mm. <clears throat> but you know, I'll leave it up if to you guys. If we if we need more than a short rest, do we feel okay with doing it here, or it would it better to get back to the the green sanctuary area? Oh, we I got Kovis go waiting for us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true. I don't think we want to bring him there. Also, we promise. Oh, no, not at all. But I'm thinking, like, should we take a short rest, get the coins, and go take a actual proper night's of rest yep. in the green area? Or Yeah, the, we... the long rest in the green area, I would say. That would be my vote. That's a nice place. It's really calming and peaceful. Yeah, I think it'll be very good uh, for you, Clover. It was... Very restoring to all of us. Yeah, and we promised Clover that we would help. You know, uh, give a proper burial too. Yep. Yeah. I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Yep. So let's let's do it. Let's let's get get to it. <clears throat> Hop right. to it. Yeah, let's so, go visit Kirby. So all of you leave the tent, and you look outside, and Curvis is nowhere to be seen. Oh. Ah. Oh. Well. Damn. Oh, fucking course. Well. Carver! Well, you were supposed to be watching! Hey. Carver, what were you what? doing? Carver! I, and Carver looks over just, what are you talking about? Oh, the white devil guy. Uh, Where did Carver's, he go? The other guy. Carver! Did you see him leave? Oh, I don't know. I was busy looking after me boys here. And he reaches down through one of the cages and gives his hellhounds a scritch. Right. Well, um, this is on us. Um, I mean, it can't be taken too, too long. Do, it, do anyone good, like, is anyone actually a ranger? 
I'm not very observant. Who? <laughs> what? Anyone click to track like footsteps from a giant? Or maybe the hellhounds can track him. Devil. I don't know. Do we have? Do we have? Is that our? Spell? I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm pissed, and it is we fucked up, and it would be great to either hunt him down to get the coins or destroy him. But also, is that our number one priority in this moment? Honestly, honestly, yeah, we need to probably you know rest up if we want to even pursue that, right? Because we're all exhausted. I'm assuming I'm exhausted, and yeah, he's he's gone right now. So yeah, I think we should move forward, go to the grove, you know, give a proper burial to Clover's friend, and then long rest there, and then we can decide after. Okay. Yeah. Escaped his cage and now he's free. Free like <laughs> some sort of bird that was previously in a cage. And might you know, murder some it. humans. Yeah, that sounds like a nice idea for a song. Well, let's go. Um uh was it I remember there was a there was a plate armor on Yavira. Can I identify yeah. that as well? Um yeah, you take a bit to cast Identify Patina. It just seems to be a well-made suit of plate armor with no magical properties. Uh, and did we investigate already the inside, like, the... Uh, the area at the top of the map? Like, that, that area? Um, yeah, so that was sort of the... Um, the chamber in which uh, Clover had been for who knows how long. And we already looked through it, didn't we? Yep. Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah, you had gone in there to retrieve uh, the the body of Shalrel Prawl, and yeah, there was nothing in there, aside from that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the body, is it still there? Because I think uh, Clover asked yeah. for help to carry. Okay. Uh, so Adrian yeah, just the... speaks up. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. You know, carry your friend to the grove and if you. And the body, like, that looks, like, long gone, right? Um, yeah, the body is withered and desiccated like a mummy. Yeah. I mm. wonder if maybe... Oh, you wanna... Let's keep going. We can, we can walk and talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, so Idril's gonna go inside to retrieve the body. Okay. Georgia, do you want to wear this plate armor? It might be good for you but also it would give you 18 armor class um for me yeah yes. i have i have plus one breastplate on right now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um just that if you put this thing have it, it would give you automatically uh 18 armor class oh. your, your... i mean like I... all your additional things Right. But, but it wouldn't let you get a plus from your dex. It would just give you, I think, with... It would give you oh. disadvantage on your uh, stealth checks. I think you already... Oh, no, but oh, you have... Oh, yeah. You... Yes. You'd be just like Adriel. <laughs> on stealth <laughs> I mean, I'm not super stealthy to begin with, but I think I will take the extra little bit of stealth. Hmm. Over 
not dying. Okay. Wait. Uh, you mean armor class? You want the stealth or the armor class? Stealth. No, I'll take the stealth. Okay. Okay. Okay, we'll just sell this later then. However, I'm I'm not sure if this would be re-traumatizing for you or, 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 you know, I don't want to do anything that would not be welcome. But if we take a long rest, tomorrow morning, we... I could... I would be able to ask your late friend three questions if that would be helpful to all of us and maybe there would be something that you would want to say it just breathed though that they're still gone but I could connect for three questions tomorrow morning Lover takes a moment to process this and thinks about it if you think if that's possible, I, I think I'd like, and if it's not disturbing her rest or anything, I think I'd like that very much. Okay, we have time for the rest of the day and tomorrow morning to think it over and you can prepare a question and maybe if there's something, some information that also could be useful to all of us and maybe there's something else we can ask and, and we can do that in the morning. If you're okay with waiting till with the burial till the morning. That's alright. Alright. Well, uh Can we Can we leave now? Yeah. yeah, so I guess Adriel has the body. He's carrying the body very respectfully and carefully. Mm. Yep. So Lax will Lax hmm. will take over their cape and like put it like wrap it around the body so Clover doesn't have to, like, watch it. Mm. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And, okay. And as you're heading out, what is going to be the plan regarding Carver? That's all your call, Adriel. I think we should just let him go. Like, honestly, he doesn't have any soul contracts. Remember, we made that deal. If he didn't have soul contracts, yeah. we'll let him and the dogs yeah, we had a real good talk, and you don't think he's going to try to find any or make any contracts in the future. He, he just wants to look after his dogs. Yeah. It's kind of the vibe I got from him as well. Okay. So, uh, yeah. As you're on your way out, uh, Carver sees you all head out, and then you hear him say, Oh, uh, wait, just a sec, and he... Uh, heads over to you, Adriel, and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a scrap of paper. Mm -hmm. Just a couple of the tips and stuff that I can recommend for your pup and all that. Because, you know, it, it'd make me feel better if, uh, you know, you had this information and, you know, give the mind a proper home and all that. Of course, of course. Yeah, thanks so much. I Servers would love it. Yep. Okay. Wait. Sorry, what, what'd you say his name was? Well, he's a server's puppy. Uh, and actually, he has three names. Cause, you know, three heads, Servi, Fluffy, and Russ. Harver is just staring at <laughs> you open mouth. Wait. Anyway, thanks for the tip, you know? We Hold really on. Gotta go. uh, wait, I asked you yesterday if it had any health conditions. You didn't bother to tell me it's got three heads? How is that a health condition? 
Oh my. Okay, this changes everything. No, give me what? the notes back. Oh, okay. Give me the notes back. Yeah, Hold yeah. On. And okay. he just takes out like um yeah a little piece of like uh, at like a piece of charcoal and just he, crying out loud. Now I gotta change up everything. Like if you if it's got three heads, you also have to make sure that you're given proper time and attention to all three of them. No, all it, they do have minds of their own, you know. It's not they, like one thing with one consciousness. It, of course, that's why I said they have three names. They're each yeah, their own different. Which you could have told me yesterday, mate. Jeez. <laughs> hey, listen, it's been a long day. We were in a fight. I'm exhausted. Fine, fair. Slipped my fair. mind. Sorry right. about that. All right, it's all right. I appreciate yeah. what you're trying to do, though. <sighs> and so, yeah, he gives you the revised <laughs> notes. Look, right. There's a lot else in there, but I think that's the... I'll cover the main parts, anyway. I appreciate it. Thanks, Carver. Yeah. Right. Did me a solid. Uh, take okay. care, buddy. No worries, you two. Also remember, um, just because they got three heads, they got one stomach. So if they're trying to wheedle their way into getting extra food, they're just trying to trick you. Just oh. give it an, give it enough as appropriate to its size, and you should be fine. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, don't give in to the puppy dog eyes. Okay. Okay, there you go. All right. Well, all right. Well, take care. Thanks for sparing me life. Uh, good luck with your pup. Thank you. Have a good one. Yeah. You too, mate. And so with that, um, you all head out of the campus behind you. You hear the door, like the of doors opening up. And all right, boys, come on. We're going to go for a walk now. And camp's a bit bigger. So guess what? You'll have more chances to run around and all that. And so leaving the camp behind you, all of you proceed back into Bloodroot Grove amongst the trees. So, all of you leave the camp that had belonged to Yavira, the enormous tree still looming off in the distance as you make your way back through the forest in the rough direction of where you remember that tranquil little grotto to be. And the trek takes a little bit of time, but thankfully, it is uneventful. As all of you slowly but surely make your way back towards the glade that you remember, and as the tree line breaks, you see the clearing up ahead. Making your way through the tree, you see maple root sitting down in the earth, the, the sounds of birds filling the air as the obelisk in the center of the clearing is clearly visible to all of you. And as you make your way out of the trees, Maple Root turns to look and sees all of you and... Ah, you have all returned sooner than expected. Uh, yes, yes we have. Um... <clears throat> Yes, and we... You are injured. Uh, uh, some of us, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've come here to rest and also to lay to rest someone. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and I know you're kind of in charge of the ground here, but yeah, we, we're wondering if we can give a proper burial to a, a really a delightful person, I assume. Um, uh, whose body we have, where we're, we're, we're carrying with us. And as he's listening to you, Max, Maple Root's eyes are traveling over all of you, and he sees Clover. And 
Oh, there's a face I haven't seen in some time. Hello there, little one. And Clover steps forward. And I, I I remember. <laughs> yes, Lady Prawl and I, we spoke to you a while back, and I believe it was with her blessing that she helped to create this. And she gestures towards the obelisk in the center of the clearing, and that is correct. Is she... And Maplerute takes a moment and looks at the body that you're carrying, Adriel, and... Oh. That is most unfortunate indeed. You wish to lay her to rest here? Uh, yes, that is our wish, yeah. If you allow it. It shall be done. And Maplerute slowly steps to one side and gestures at the earth in front of the obelisk. Uh, sure, so he's just gonna approach forward and gently deposit the body. Yeah. Um, you haven't dug a hole yet. No, we we will... Right, so he holds the right the... Oh yeah, that's true. Hmm. Because, yeah. So then we're do we just... If you wish to dig, I can assist you. And Maplerood slowly kneels and with one massive earthen hand begins digging up a patch of earth in front of the obelisk. Alright. And, yeah, after a couple minutes, there is a person-sized hole in the ground. Okay, so then, yeah, Pedro deposits the body there gently, I guess. Yep. Okay, you lay down Shalrel Prawl's body, almost as light as cotton, and as she rests there, um, yeah, Lux, um, were you hoping to use that spell that allows you to speak to dead, or? Uh, yes, but I, as I mentioned a couple mm. of times, that ah. you need to wait till morning. Okay. And then in the morning, I can also perform funeral rites. Uh, you have the pearl of power, right? Um. Yes, but I have. Did not... you use it? I can't. I have. I mean. I mean, I can use it, but it just. I. I wasn't prepared to. Oh, because you have to prepare the spell. The uh, ignore yeah. Me. Exactly. Ignore me. Okay. So, with the body resting there, all of you look around at each other, and it's clear that you're all very tired. Exhaustion is written plain and clear across all of your faces, and Clover just slumps to the ground, resting in clean earth and grass for the first time in who knows how long as animals begin uh, wandering up to her, like little um, birds come and perch on her shoulders, and a squirrel comes bounding through the grass to approach uh, her feet and jumps up on her knee and you can tell that she's just closing her eyes and she is just existing right now and drinking in these sensations that she hasn't felt in who knows how long Lex who has a history of being a D Disney princess themselves will ah. sit nearby and also just like close their eyes for a moment just realizing okay. this 
Yeah, Lux, within seconds, all of the birds come rushing back and swarming your shoulders. But, yeah, as for the rest of you, because it is, um, middle of the afternoon, I would say, maybe around, uh, no, actually, I'd say it's closer to about maybe 6 p.m. or so. Uh, yeah, what are the rest of you going to do for the rest of your day? Max is writing a story about Curve, a song for Curvis. <laughs> okay, as you do. Yep. Sarge just gonna take a nap, or at least pretend he's taking a nap. Alright, so you lie down on the earth, Sorcha, close your eyes, and yeah, uh, you just give off the impression that you've gone to sleep. Before everyone goes to sleep, uh, <laughs> Sorcha, wait, um, I, we have some items to split amongst everybody. Uh, who we have four obsidian daggers. Does anyone want them, or should we sell them for later? I mean, I'm down to sell them, but if nobody wants a dagger for now, they're cute. I wouldn't mind yes. having them. Have a dagger. Who else wants a dagger? Oh, yeah, sometimes I get like big, big pieces of meat stuck on my teeth. So yeah, it would be handy. It's harder <laughs> to pull out with a, with a guitar string. Oh, it's so dangerous. But I, I, I trust you. Here you go. Thank Who you. else? <laughs> Two more. Who uh, wants a dagger? I will never say no to a weapon. Oh, Sergio. <laughs> right to my <laughs> Your gravelly voice is really sexy. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, sorry. Uh, one of, and who else wants one? A dagger could be fun for throwing when I'm at uh, yes. fast distances. One dagger for all of you? Oh, perfect. Okay. I think if you throw a dagger while you're moving really fast, you count as a rail gun. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And, okay, and we have one other item. Uh, we, uh, we have these five gems that are uh, just money, uh, but they are chaos rubies. And um, supposedly if you crush them, they will explode or something, but I don't. I think they need a lot of force. So if anyone strong wants one, they can use it to toss it and make it big bang. Yeah, five. Anyone want that? I wouldn't that? be opposed to selling them if they're hard to crush. Let's sell some. Okay. Um, other is a potion of chaos. Oh, it sounds like a good thing. <laughs> what? It just sounds like a good thing. What? Lex, I'm, Lex I'm... hearing the name <laughs> of it just like looks really tired. It's just like. I mean, like, yeah, what, a potion of chaos? That sounds like a good thing. Um, I mean, like, it's always good to sow some chaos. Like, you know, maybe, you know, a drop, maybe we want to drop one of them seeds down, water okay. it with, a, with some potion, okay. see what happens. Okay, a potion of chaos. I will get, and it, you, it refills once oh, for a long day. Uh, if you do something naughty, Max, I will have to take it back from you. Please, what could possibly go wrong? Nothing could go wrong. Or you have to sleep with me. Or it's my own, uh, my choosing. 
I mean, uh, the, the the potion might cause that. I mean, who knows yes, what it does? What? It is I mean, I don't know. I didn't let you finish saying what it does. I just heard the name, so. Okay, I don't even know what it does. It just says, it just says it's chaos, apparently, and I don't even know. So it is exciting. And then I don't the... understand how you identify things. Oh, I lick... you saw me I'm identify. Staring. I saw you stare at it. Yes, my eyes get a little glassy and I just know what it is. Um, the last item is big ticket item. Who's excited? Drum roll. <laughs> and Lulu immediately goes. Oh, this is the airstride boots. Uh, three charges, bonus action. You have flight for a minute. See, I, me and Adrian can already fly because it's kind of like useless for us. But I think, considering that you're a bit squishy putty and you're also like a high importance person, I think that would be great for you. Or either Gwen or Sorshek is like these two. If they can't reach, you know, they're they not yes. that much of like range range attack people. So. Exactly. Flight might be good to get to whatever enemy is there. So I think one of the three of you should get it. Uh, Gwen, darling, do you or or Sorcha, who who? I mean, Sorcha has the ring of jumping, so you have a way of getting up oh. to people. This is true. I do. Yeah. Do you, do you mind, Gwen? What about what do you think, Gwen? Maybe Gwen. She looks yeah. elven mate, so I think it was two you. Okay, I will. I would love them. Thank you. Okay. So you can use these to have a flight speed for one minute equal to your running speed. Perfect. Yeah. Oh my god. Your running speed. Oh so my fast. god. We have a flying monk, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> insane. So yeah, you don't have to worry about water whipping your enemies closer to you. Now you can just close the gap and fly right up to them. I love it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, with those divvied up, um, yeah, is there anything else that you guys want to do, or do you, would you like to take your long rest now? Before we go to rest, I do also think, I mean, obviously, we should allow Clover to have at least one of the questions to the, you know, the, the long-gone friend, but also, this could be a source of useful information for us, I think. We should also consider, I mean, we still have, you know, the night and the morning to think on it, but we should consider what questions we can ask that could aid us, if we can think of anything. Well, I mean, do we need, if we need a thing from, from so did this paladin know the angel lady? Is that what? I see. So, would your friend have more knowledge of Zariel than you do? Um, I'd say we both spent an equal amount of time with her. Um, would you? I mean, I can tell you a bit about how all that came about, if you like. Very much so. The more information we have, the better. Okay, yeah, and, and you're alive, so we can just, like, keep asking you questions instead of needing to stop after a few. So Clover settles down a bit, thinking as uh, and then she looks down at the grass, smiles for a bit as, you know, a 
Yeah, a family of hedgehogs is sitting down by her feet and stuff, so she's looking very much like a Disney princess herself with all the animals around her. Well, uh, suppose I should tell you that, well, I've been the squire of Shalrel Prawl. Uh, she was a paladin of Sylvanas. Uh, specifically, we were both from the Feywild. She was a knight of the Court of Flowers. And we'd served uh, the various fake courts for some time, but we left because we went to investigate the disappearance of a minor lord from the Court of Flowers, a fellow named Viscar Windfeather. He uh, had ventured into the mortal realms, but no one had heard from him for some time, so we went to investigate, and we learned that he had been killed by gnolls that were rampaging across Faerun. And apparently these gnolls had been gathering under the banner of the demon lord, Yinogu. So we realized that this was a threat to, well, not just ourselves, but for all forms of nature. And being a knight of uh, Sylvanas, Shalorel chose to engage in war against them, and I, being her squire, I followed and we met Zarya one day, and she was preparing a crusade to take on Yinogu and all manner of other demons. It was her... She felt it was her duty to go against them in combat, and to fight, and to make sure that demons would no longer threaten the realms uh, wherever they may be. So, sensing a worthy cause, Sylvanas pledged her word to hers, and we joined in her crusade. Then one day, a village named Idleglen. I, it was under attack, and one of Zarya's followers, a young woman by the name of Yale, she was kidnapped by Yinogu himself, the demon lord. So Zarya quickly marshaled all of her forces together, and we, all of us, we rode into Avernus itself to rescue Yale and destroy the demons. And there was a, a massive, terrible battle that was fought. Many people died, and... And at this, she pauses, thinking, and... Well, one by one, everybody was overcome, and something... I just remember there was a betrayal of some kind. And then... All of us were separated from each other, and Lady Yale and I and a few of the Hellriders, we were... We were separated from everyone during the battle, and afterwards we were lost in Avernus trying to find a way home, and... Then we found... This forest here, and she gestures around herself to all of Bloodroot Grove, and... Sylvanas... We thought that with our connection to Sylvanas, we might find a way home through here, possibly, so Sharel, we all ventured within, and we were attacked by the various monsters and beasts lurking within, and the other Hell Riders were killed, and soon it was just myself and Lady Sharel, and after one fight, she was nearly killed, and on death's doorstep, and I was out of my healing spells, and we were approached by a devil at that time. Yavira, 
and she said that she might be able to help us. She brought us to that tree, and she and Yavira told us that the tree could help the Shalrel heal, and in exchange, the two of us would stay, and she gave us a contract, and I didn't know what else to do, and I was just desperate to make sure Lady Shadow could survive, so I signed it, and I was there ever since. Sorry, Mr. Parts. What happened to Lady Yale? You were with her for a while? I, but we were separated from everyone during the battle, and I just... And as she tries to focus, suddenly Lulu... Um, I feel funny. And then suddenly Lulu's eyes begin glowing bright and brighter and brighter. And there is a flash, as all of you remember, from whenever Lulu has a vision. And as all of your sights, all of your vision goes white, you all come across a new scene that all of you see. As true to Clover's word, her story becomes retold, and all of you see these memories that occur as it is all being retold, and you have a first-hand view of yourself of everything that happened. You are in a gorgeous grove, where the forces of Zariel are gathering. You see Zariel herself, the blue-winged angel with blue hair, her companions, uh, Yale, as well as the other two men, Alanthius and Harumon, and the massive golden mammoth named Lulu. But you also see them speaking to Clover, and beside her is a stunningly beautiful elvish paladin. A tall, pale figure with wrought elvish armor, long, pure white hair, as white as the clouds, soft as cotton. Um, She is regal, serene, stands with a blade drawn, and as she kneels before Zariel, she plants the blade in the ground and looks up and... Very well, Zariel. Your cause is just, and I, Shalrel Prawl, Knight of the Court of Flowers, Paladin of Sylvanas, I shall lend my blade to your crusade. Together, let us make sure that no further demons may threaten the realms of any who wish to walk free of war or strife. And then, as Zariel smiles and offers her hand to help up Shalrel, the scene shifts again, and this time, the moment of serenity vanishes to be replaced by war. All of you see, once again, there is the sound of battle and bloodshed. As in front of you, you are greeted by chaos on the field of Avernus. As all around you, Soldiers and demons are locked in the most tremendous battle any of you have ever seen. Once again, 
the forces of Zariel are locked in combat against countless demons and devils as the two sides are fighting against each other. The forces of Elturel riding on horseback, charging into battle, being cut down by countless demons and devils as the fiends of Avernus are laying waste to the armies of Zariel. Zariel herself is riding atop Lulu, firing blasts of light in into the armies as she takes to the skies, sweeping down with a sword, carving through legions of devils in the blink of an eye. As nearby, you see that Shalral Prawl, covered in blood, is also standing firm, sword drawn, Clover at her side, casting spell after spell to keep various soldiers alive. And there is the sound of an earthquake as Lulu stampedes through the horde, letting loose with a blast of light that incinerates an entire platoon of devils. And as meteors fall around them, the sounds of chaos and explosions in the background, uh, you hear Zariel shout out, Stand firm! So long as we keep advancing, we should be able to drive them back! Yale, where are our forces? And then uh, Yale shouts back, the second platoon is decimated, but the third is on its way. We should be able to rendezvous, so long as Sunstar is able to bring his legion. And then suddenly, all of you hear a sound like a planar gate opening. And Zariel turns to see the gate that all of them had come through in order to first enter Avernus. You see the forces of El Terrell, but they're not entering Avernus. They're going back the way they came. And as all of you watch Zariel's expression, she is staring in shock. And all the, the only words that she can manage are, they're retreating. And the final forces of El Terrell break away from the army, go through the gate, and it shuts behind them with a leaving Zariel and her slowly dwindling army behind, trapped in Avernus at the mercy of the hordes. And in this moment, Lux, I want you to make me an insight check. 19. There is shock and betrayal on Zariel's face as she sees this. And for a moment, you remember the eyes that you had seen, those glowing red eyes filled with hate. And that image just stays in your mind as you look at Zariel's expression. And then, the scene shifts, once again, away from battle. And then, you find yourselves in Bloodroot Grove, watching as Shalrel Prawl is making her way slowly through Bloodroot Grove, pushing away at the branches, stumbling over the roots, as Clover is just behind her. And there are a few worn-looking Hellriders and Knights covered in bandages, one of them uh, clutching at the bleeding stump of his wrist as all of them are slowly making their way through the grove as Shalrel is trying to find some type of a path through. The scene shifts again, 
Shalro Prawl is on the ground, bleeding out, as Clover is kneeling over her, hyperventilating, trying desperately to staunch the wounds with whatever she has on her. Please just, just hold on a bit. I'll, I'll, I'll find something that can help. And then you all hear a voice. Well, what do we have here? And slowly coming out from behind a tree is a chain devil. But all of you recognize the voice of Yavira. Oh, what a poor sweet thing to come to an end here. And Clover, Sabre! And she just holds her staff out, trying to keep anything between herself, her paladin, and the devil. I swear I'll end you if I have to! And so, easy. No, I wasn't about to do anything like that. If anything, I was about to offer some help. Why should you have to come to an end in a place like this? I think we can help each other. Vision shifts again. Yvira is leading Clover, who is desperately trying to support the stumbling barely conscious form of Shalrel, eyes lidded over as the two of them make their way to the tree and finally you see the heart of the tree the grotto where you once were as Yavira slowly offers up the now still pale body of Shalrel Prawl to the slowly beating heart of the tree as Clover looks on with concern and terror in her eyes. Then scene shifts again. The heart beats and Yavira offers up a contract which Clover then slowly signs with a shaking hand. Then all of you are back in the grove once more. Looking at the people around you, Clover's eyes wide as she sees all of this. Wow, that was, uh, I guess, another vision? <clears throat> well, that explains a lot. Yeah. If, I guess was... now we know why Zariel has it in for El Terrell. Yeah, she now, was betrayed. Now, Adriel. I need to emphasize this. So, one of your histories that you know of in El Terrell is that the Hellriders, there is talk, you know, you know the legend of the Hellriders, that they ventured into Hell itself to try and help a king rescue his love who was taken by demons, and... Although the king and his love were killed, the knights still slew a bunch of demons and devils and returned to Elturel victorious. That is the story that has been passed down through Elturel for a hundred and forty years ever since it happened. But if this is what you've seen, if this is what the truth is, then the first Hellriders... They weren't heroes at all. They were deserters. Cowards. He's just clutching his fist. 
and just glaring at the ground, thinking about all this, obviously. Like, right. realization, yeah. Shouldn't just sign that contract. We owe so much of these things, just people signing contracts and promising their lives away. You know, promising themselves getting stuck in, in things that they they know are bad ideas. I mean, and cl yeah, Clover is just looking full of remorse and shame at this moment. I was, I knew that something bad was going to happen, but Lady Shalra was going to die, and I thought I didn't have any other choice. I didn't know. I didn't know she was already dead. And she just slow puts a hand to her face as you can see that tears are coming back once again. Yeah, I mean, aside from when those song coins are involved, I mean, sometimes, you know, you need death as the death is the, the ultimate, you know, chance to be free to escape. And I mean, yeah, it seems like the lady did did what she wanted to do. It just didn't quite work out. But yeah, you can still be proud of her. But yeah, can't be going around signing contracts with these things. And Clover just lets out a big sniff and nods, hands still covering her face. Adriel, under his breath, murders everything was a lie. Adriel? Everything was a lie. Are you okay? Sort of just watching Adriel now. He's not, he's not making eye contact, but he's out of the corner of his eye, like, looking, looking like he wants to say something, but he doesn't know how to say anything. What, what was I a part of? I joined the Order to help people but if this is the true origin of Adric starts to clutch his head <sighs> this is wrong and Lulu is just settling into your lap with concern Adric hey 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 no it, it's it's okay look hey you can you you want to talk about it I just, I never thought, I never thought that the order that I looked up to was capable of such treachery. Just, I'm, I'm ashamed. How did I, how did I not know? They kept it from you and now that you know, what? can do something about it. You do not need to wear the Hellrider's emblem anymore. You can um, do this for you... the original. What is your god again? I don't know. I'm sorry. Add <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a character question. Yeah. Uh, the Hellrider emblem, is it in like etched in the armor or is it like a, like a patch or something? But I will say... Mm, go ahead. You're wearing the different armor, right, though? The... Yeah. Um, I would say Santa's that armor. the Hellriders, well, they do have, um, like, a badge of their office that it's like a pin that holds the their cape together. 
Because I imagine even though Adriel's wearing the Santa's armor, he still has like a pin, you know, for yeah, the, the Hellriders. Yeah, you still have that. It, you still have that to keep your cape on your shoulder. So Adriel is going to grab aggressively at the pin and just like rip it and just like chuck it just like with all his strength and rage just like across the the thing, the grove okay. <laughs> in anger. It, it goes across the clearing and you see it, um, yeah, land in the earth near the roots of some of the trees off. And then the he just gets like a sort of like a, um, I don't know, like a hollow sort of look. Like he's just kind of haunted a little bit, like just kind of inside his mind, just thinking a lot of stuff. It gets quiet. Adriel, you look like you could use a drink. Max pulls out the uh, the potion of chaos. <laughs> wow. We recognize it as a potion of chaos. Roll a perception check, whoever wants to. I'll, I'll do that. <gasps> so is he very just... protective of Adriel now. Is oh, he just handing oh. this to Adriel? Or... Oh, yeah, I, got a, I got a natural one, so it's a total of six, but it's a natural yeah. one. <gasps> okay. Yeah, Adriel's gonna. It's, it's, it's the new drink we got. Adriel's okay. gonna gorgeously oh, grab the bottle. Okay, so Adriel. Look at it. <laughs> yeah, it. Okay. And then, just yeah, bring it to his lips and take a sip. <laughs> okay. Don't you just go embrace the chaos of the world? Adriel, please roll me a one d one hundred. I'm afraid. But he's having an emotional moment, Mag. He's seven. <laughs> Yeah, Adriel's not thinking straight. <laughs> He's like just doing things robotically almost. Yeah, and Max is like, yeah, when you're not thinking straight, you just gotta do things. <laughs> go Max for the until, until you feel yourself again. Okay. Um. Hmm. So suddenly, uh, all of you watch as Adriel uh, drinks the potion, and then suddenly, uh, Adriel, your eyes. Roll back into your head, and all of you watch as Adriel collapses unconscious to the ground. Black collapses to Adriel immediately and just, like, tries to do, like, anything. Like, can I assess? Like, is it, like, can I, like, push any healing? I have any healing? I don't know. Um, you can roll a, you can use a spell if you want to. Uh, Does he, but uh, does he look unconscious, like, hurt or unconscious as in, like, just passed out? He's breathing, but his eyes are rolled back into his head. Uh, and okay, I'm gonna. A so, Adriel, uh, or sorry, Lux, tell me about what you're gonna do next. Uh, I'm just gonna start with a healing word. Okay. And see All right. if that does anything. So, your hands shine with moonlight, and uh, yeah, Adriel doesn't have any effect. What the fuck did you give him? What the fuck did you do? So, Adriel, these words are coming at you from a distance. Like, what the fuck did you give him? What did you do? And then suddenly you blink, and you are watching all of this going on. Uh, but basically, you realize you're looking at Lux standing over your body. Your perspective is a bit different. Also, you realize... Um, you're kind of hovering in the air. You feel a bit small somehow. 
and you look around at everybody and okay what do you do um he's just trying to understand what just happened because he, he one okay. moment he was in his brain thinking he got handed something by max he didn't even think twice chucked it thinking it was something to drink and yeah. then the next moment he's just floating so yeah he's kind of like just i guess a little shell shock like what what like flabbergaster like what's going on like i like yeah okay and just in shock sort of staring at so his body you you do nothing uh and then suddenly you feel yourself drop and you hit the ground like boof um all of you uh you hear an oof as suddenly lulu has stopped flying and has dropped out of the air Lax, <gasps> uh, Lax, like uh, gets up from 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 uh, the bodies of his cousin and just like walks up to Max, like with the most like like murderous look on their face, like what the fuck did you do right now? Hey, look, he, he was in distress, and what's you know, if someone's in distress, you it's helpful to like you know embrace the chaos of the moment. His whole life's been coming crashing down among him, and so. It's helpful to just have a drink and think about things and get a different perspective. As for Lulu, I don't know what that is. I didn't feed anything to the to the elephant. Max punches Max. Oh. So Angel just kind of goes like, yells. <laughs> okay, so all of you hear Lulu let out a telepathic yell. <laughs> what? What? What's, what's going on? What? What? So it, all of you are hearing Lulu say this. Oh my god! And it's in Lulu's I, voice, though, right? Do we, yes. Do we hear it's in Lulu's okay. voice. Oh my god! I'm gonna I'm gonna check on uh, Adriel and be like, uh, do like the eye check, and be like, Adriel, can you hear us? And also, I slap I'm also, also, also I'm also checking on Adriel. Lax okay. still fights Max. Hold Lax on, is Lux, like... Roll me a melee attack roll, please. Ah! Damage because they have no strength, but it's 17 to hit. Okay. Um. All right. So, Max, yeah, yeah. what is your AC? 16. Okay. So, One Max, isn't, Max also isn't fighting back. Okay. So, what is your strength score, Lux? Oh, there, it's like plus zero. And the Indian Beyond shows it as one bludgeoning. Okay. So, Max, you take one point of damage as Lux clocks you across the face. It's not strong. It's Lux is just furious and feels out of control. It's like, what the fuck? Take a it. A punch like is still a punch. Oh yeah, it's still yeah. one 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 hit, one hit uh, one damage, but like, take it back, do something. His Lax is fully interpreting like Lulu screaming as Lulu uh, responding. What's going on? wrong? Oh no! What's going on? Wait, wait! Why is my body there? Why am I? What? Why? Why am I? I feel like, what's going on? What? I don't understand what's going on. What? Lulu. What? Oh. Angel has been take took something and went down. Why Lulu? we have to help? What do you mean, Lulu? I'm Adriel. No. What? Let's stop. <laughs> Where is Lulu then? What the fuck is going on? I don't know. I just what just happened? Look, I just I drank something. What? I thought it was what? What did you give me, Max? Adriel, see, it's a thing with magic stuff, right? Like it gives you oh. what you need. You needed oh a new God. perspective on life, and now you get to be a flying elephant for a little while. But, uh, what happened oh to God. Lulu? What, is Lulu inside my body? And then Adriel gets closer to his body. 
Um, so all of you see that Lulu slash Adriel? Um, Lulu is running around on the ground in a tight circle, like just as if trying to frantically look for something. Floyd! Floyd! So, uh, Adriel, are you gonna try flapping your yeah. slash ears? Yes. Okay, oh so God. yeah, you all see that Lulu. Lulu? shuts her eyes, his eyes in concentration, and then suddenly uh, their ears begin flapping and they rise up into the air a little unsteadily. Okay. Is this like a possession? We have to hit you to get you out of the body? No, it's like a I hitting Lulu. <laughs> I slap I... Adriel. <laughs> I slap oh, Adriel's body. Did I feel it? Do I feel that or no? Body? No. No? Uh, wow. I... Don't fucking hit my cousin! I have the negative I, strength. It won't I, hurt him at all. <laughs> I didn't feel that. You did? Where's Lulu? Lulu, uh, I'm so sorry, Lulu. I didn't know this would happen. Oh no, what do I do? Boy. You're doing a great job this with the flapping. It's like a kid learning to ride a bike. I, uh, is this permanent? How long does this last? Can I cast identify? Um, uh, go um, ahead, please. Uh, because what is it? Identify also lets you know, lets you know what spell effects are happening on the creature. Because, uh, Adriel Lulu person, can you come down here? I will touch you and identify what's going okay. on. Okay, okay, Adriel's gonna try to do that. <laughs> I will uh, cast identify to see what's going on here. Okay, please so help. you cast identify on the bottle. The minutes ticking by agonizingly as you wait for uh, Patina's diagnosis, and- I mean, while the minutes are ticking by, Max is actively encouraging Adriel. It's like, this is your chance. Get a new perspective on things. Oh, so that, oh my You know, God. when things come back to normal, <laughs> you uh, you get a new place in life. What do you mean new perspective? I mean, I just, I, I, I'm worried about Lulu. I, I, so is Lulu in my body? I just need to know, where is Lulu? Is Lulu safe? So, and then the identify spell kicks in. So, on a 57, the effect is Possession. Let's the user gain control of a nearby creature for one hour. Their body is comatose while they do so, and the person who is being taken over will remain unconscious until the hour has elapsed. <sighs> you're stuck in there for one hour! No, no, you're, you're blessed to be in there for an hour. I mean, I'd love to be a little flying elephant for a bit. This is fucking dumb as hell, but at least it's <laughs> way fucking damaging, so... Hey, uh, as long as Lulu is safe, uh, Angel's actually starting to tear up a little bit. Hey, like, um, Lulu's eyes begin shimmering with tears, and big golden drops, uh, teardrops are starting to spill down their cheeks. Oh, let it out, Adriel. Let it all out. You need to mourn the loss of the Hellriders and the <laughs> and it, all the things. You, know? you should trumpet it out. Trumpet it. I wait. How am I talking then? How are you guys understanding me? Am um, I not... That's another thing. Lulu communicates telepathically. Adriel, you feel like you're talking, but yeah, it's coming out of like like your you then realize your mouth hasn't been moving. You're just gonna try to, like, try to sound the sound with the trumpet, I don't know. Hey, um, that's another thing. Lulu is out of trumpets, so all you can manage is just like a... <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh. Huh. I, 
Now that this is more like, ridiculous than dangerous, Lex is like still pissed and it's like, okay, I'm not gonna take back my fucking anger. I think I was totally valid in that. I'm sorry for punching you, Max. This is still ridiculous, but... No, you know what? I mean, people have been, I think, maybe rightly telling me I need to do better at my whole, like, parenting skills. So here I'm just trying to, I was trying to help out the poor kid. You know, give him, you know, give him a, a real shake-up in life. To, that he had some, you know, some control over and, like, all the hell riders and things and such. Don't talk and... about them. I don't want to hear about them. Yeah, right? Because you got more, you got other things to care about right now to think about, and you get to be a little elephant. Hey, yes. Partially to distract, a distract Adriel, but also partially out of curiosity, he's like, so, what can you do? Is there anything that maybe we don't know that, can you just try doing shit? <gasps> Look into uh, your mind! Maybe there is something that, like, we don't know that Lulu can do that, like, you can figure out. Unlock her memories. Right. Turn, it, oh, turn into uh, a mammoth. Maybe I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. Let me think. And it's like Adriel's like, like you closing his eyes and just uh, concentrating. <laughs> oh, look who came out. <laughs> roll me a wisdom check, or no? If you're going for memories, this is an intelligence check. I think. What do I roll? <laughs> just roll a d20 and add your intelligence modifier. Adriel's okay. Yeah. Not very intelligent, so. <laughs> I think it's plus three. Yeah, plus three. So, plus three. Here we go. Oh! <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I think that's your saving throw. Um, oh. Oh, no. Yeah, like your intelligence, I think you just add a zero to that, so that's a four. Never mind. It's even worse. Uh, four. Uh, yeah, you're really not sure what you're supposed to be looking for here. Yeah, I don't know what to look for, guys. Um, yeah. Can you do some magical? Do you have? Do you ha can you use Lulu's magical abilities right now? I don't can you know. like do some magic? Do something? I don't know. Cold and sparkly. Cold and sparkly. Um, I don't know how to do that here. I, I don't even know how to try. Like, do I? I should have really talked to Lulu about Let me ask her questions. I don't know what to do. Actually, I'm kind of getting a little <gasps> tired right now. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe it'll come to me. I need some time maybe to adjust. I don't know. I mean, you can use magic as Adriel. Can you, like, try to tap into kind of the same, like, some magical source? Oh, with my stuff. Magic? Well, I mean, um, I... Can I? I don't know. Like, I don't. I'm out of spell slots, so I don't think I can do any spells. I wonder, if, but like, are you now using your spell energy or Lulu's? Wouldn't know, cause I. I don't know. Can what can I do to try, Chris? Uh, roll an Arcana check. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's position. So, like, Patini, you said what position was? Do you know that kind of thing? You know, it's just, I just know that if you're possessed, you, you slap oh, the person. Oh, natural 20. Oh. <laughs> Adriel, maybe it's because you're a paladin and you are aligned with holy beings like Lulu, but you get the sense that 
you could maybe draw on her natural abilities and spells. However, Lulu has used up all of her abilities for the day. So, yeah, unfortunately, there's not a lot you can do while you're in her body right now. Uh, yeah, so Adriel explains that to the group. Yeah, okay. so I think Lulu's used up all her abilities as well, so I don't think I can do anything right now. Okay, you say you can't do anything, but I mean, there's one important thing you could, but... you could explore. Yes. How high up can you fly? That's a good question. I can try. Let me see. I'm just going to try. <laughs> okay. So you start trying to fly. And you go up and up. And then you start to realize, okay, maybe you can push Lulu a bit faster than this. And then you start to go up really fast. And all of you watch as Lulu's just slowly, like, she goes straight up and slowly starts becoming smaller and smaller as she becomes like a oh bit boy. of a, a speck, so to speak. Uh, uh, Adriel? Adriel, how far are you going to go? As far as he can go. Oh my um, god. Adriel? Uh, <laughs> no. No, he's going to go, he's going to go um, pretty high, but then he's going to start to slowly come down. But like very happily, like, wee. This is fun! Oh no! Sorcha, you have to jump and save him! He needs jump use the jumping and save him. He looks like he's falling to his death. Oh no! no. He's like happily coming down but like flapping. <laughs> like, no, those are not so, screams of delight, those are screams of terror. <laughs> I'm doing a terrible voice, I can't This is fun! <laughs> I can go pretty high, guys. I can go high, but I don't think I should do that. Um, don't. not a good idea. Don't. No. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm 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 still tired, so I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna come down. But hey, that at least means that like, at least at the moment we know exactly what is Lulu's range of abilities. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry too, That's actually. Good. Yeah. Anyone have something to eat? There's still leftover bullet. Oh, that! Yes, that was good. I was always actually that's um, that's actually something I'm curious about because like you know everybody's like the taste is a subjective thing. I wonder if you'll if it will taste different for you as Lulu than it tastes as you as Adriel. Always I would, wondered. Yeah, I, I'm hungry. I'm willing to try. Hey, so you start eating a piece of boulette, and it definitely tastes different. Like. You're not sure if Lulu is supposed to, like, eat meat normally, but, um, yeah, I have the feeling that maybe you'd prefer something, like, I don't know, maybe vegetarian? Uh, actually, this is kind of not, I don't, uh, I'm good. Yeah, that was not good. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, so, um... With that, are any of you going to do anything else before settling down for your long rest? Max had a tear in his eye seeing the food flying down happily. We look, no. we grow up so fast. Max is satisfied with making Adriel forget the previous topic of conversation, getting lost with being a little elephant. Oh, oh, I'm really tired. I'm just gonna find a nice patch of grass and just kind of lay there. Hey, so yeah, Adriel in Lulu's body settles down on the grass and just lets out a contented 
as they settle down for sleep. Adriel does snore, so I wonder if Lulu will snore. Okay, so... <laughs> so all of you listen, and after a few minutes, you start to hear a... It might be the cutest thing you've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, if anyone wants to, like, draw on Adriel's face, here's the time. It's all right, I'll just, I should stop you speaking my intrusive thoughts. Uh, not as lax, but out of character. How Sorcha looks looking at Adriel, like at Lulu Adriel. Perplexed, and yet... <laughs> And yet, why is it so cute? Oh, bear. <laughs> no, 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 This is weird. This is weird. But it's kind of cute. This is weird. Oh, I missed my chance. <laughs> I should have. I should have made Adriel go to Sorcha and like lay it on Sorcha's lap and fall asleep. <laughs> I, I think Sorcha would have spontaneously composed. Maybe you need to find a comfier spot to fall asleep. Well, he's asleep now. Someone can pick him up. I mean, Lulu's not that. I don't think Lulu's no. heavy. <laughs> <laughs> As they sleep, uh, Patina puts Lulu into Sorcha's arm. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I would have to actually have my arms out. I no, I'm like backing away. I'm like, no, that's okay. That's all right. No, thank you. <laughs> Sorcha, you don't want to do this for me? No. Do Thanks. it for me. Oh, that's okay. I'm sure that you would much... You would enjoy cuddling with Lulu. Don't you love me, Adriel, Lulu? No. Okay, Adriel, as Lulu is sleeping, is going to stick out its trumpet and just, like, lightly touch... Sorcha. <laughs> like reaching, like you know when you have god. like you're trying to reach for something or something. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> Look at him. Sorcha just like Sorcha just like freezes. Like does not move, does not move. Does like an abrupt 180 and goes and like lies face down in the dirt. <laughs> Good night. But it's really muffled. It's more like do you want me to take? Do you want me to take Ladriel? Oh, I, I'll put Adriel, Adriel Lulu. I'll put it right on Sorcha's back. This is the perfect spot. Look at it. Oh, there you no. go. <laughs> I rested right on the back area. <laughs> All right, no movement whatsoever. Adriel Lulu, Lulu snuggles because it's warm. <laughs> yeah, okay. That hot Janassi ass. <laughs> did you did you put Adriel on Sorcha's bum? Patina? No, you did that. I thought you put him like that. It's a lower back Just and like lower it's back. A perfect place to like rest Lulu's head, like right between butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Why? Why is right? <laughs> anyway, I assume the rest of you are also going to get settled down and get some sleep? Yes. Yes. 
if All there right. is time, uh, Lax would walk up to Clover briefly, but I can also do it later if we, there's no time. I'm just no, wondering how when How's yeah, when um, thinking about I have time for one last scene, so we can do that. Um, so yeah, Clover so is sitting next to Shaorel's grave, resting against the stone obelisk, just looking so incredibly tired. Um, hey, I'm not going to take up too much of your time, because we all need to rest, but have you given it a thought? Like, what would you like to ask tomorrow, or do you need to sleep on it? I feel like I have a lot that I'd like to ask her about. If it's just one, maybe sleeping on it would be good. Okay. Take your time. Thank you. And okay, thank you for what you did. I'm glad I'm not there anymore. We're glad too. And you turn and give her some space as she slowly closes her eyes, settling down for the night. And I, from the sounds of things, all of you one by one find a way to gradually drift off to sleep as night takes hold and Avernus becomes I wouldn't say peaceful but all of you feel the slow reach of slumber overtake you as you are in one of the few tranquil places in hell itself and that is where we can Stop for today's session and pick up again next time. Ooh, oh, yeah. oh my god, so much! Went well, down. everything happened so much. A and lot I, happened all at once. I yes. did not think drinking that potion would do that. I really did. So much fun. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't think drinking the potion would do that either. That's why it's random. Yep. It, but it's it's interesting. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. This is like a sort of Lulu-centered episode-ish, kind of, because we're like getting a, 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 what's called mm -hmm. unraveling more of Lulu's past. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah. See, this is. I mean, I don't know how many like horrible outcomes there are out of the potion, but like when I was nervous about rolling natural <laughs> one on the, that perception, I was like, okay, well, whatever happens, happens. This is gonna be disaster. <laughs> mm -hmm. But like all of the outcomes, I think this is. We got we got yeah. some aid torture out of it, so like I'm yes. happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, now the party is dealing with a Max who thinks that the seeds give uh, bring out uh, the shark the, the the shark creatures, and yeah. Um, yeah. the potion provides. He knows it's a chaos potion, but he believes that it provides whatever is needed at the time. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe Max is right. Maybe you know it will need an out of character, I love that like way of interpreting the potion. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Me too. I mean, it was just like he was dealing with dark thoughts, which he, usually Adriel doesn't have, but when he does, he goes, you know. And then suddenly he just it's no longer like he's just staring at his body. I think at one moment he probably thought he was dead. <laughs> Because <laughs> he didn't ever think that he was like Lulu until like eventually he started to notice everybody's reaction. It's like, oh, 
Wait. I think there was a moment where Lux thought he was dead as well, and which oh. is why Max got punched. Oh. <laughs> that's my argument for like why, like that's like. Oh yeah. Lux is also like, uh, I figured that punching would be a good combo of like I'm furious because I don't like the the healing is not taking, but also like. I feel like if they were in the right mind and wanted to hurt somebody, they would cast a spell because they're fucking weak as fuck. But the combination of like, this is catching me off guard, but also I'm furious and terrified it results in I'm going to punch you because that's the most like instinct, right? Rather than like... Right. <laughs> yeah, and that makes yeah. the most sense. You're dealing with like a Max, like it looks to deal with Max being like, oh, this is great. This is a good thing that's <laughs> happening. And you're like looking at your unconscious <laughs> Adriel. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> struggling with trying to figure out because like as a player i want so desperately to drink from that potion but i don't know how to like make that like <laughs> a choice that lax would make mm. but i want to know because i mean i know that there is negative out that could fuck shit up but also like like i'm just curious i'm curious what the options are yeah mm. I, I loved all of our comfort different ways to comfort uh, as well you know yes like we had like, oh, come here, I'll give you a hug, you, you know, that, yeah, more of the, like, the, we're like, yeah, we will, we'll, you know, we'll make things right. And then uh, Max is, have a drink. Honestly, <laughs> I'm wondering what Gwen's thoughts are, because Andrew is inside of Lulu, who's, Lulu is, like, Gwen's best friend, so I'm just oh. wondering. Gwen's just like, I don't even, I'm too tired. Drama, <laughs> drama, drama. Yeah. <laughs> what is even going on? you You've dealt with a lot of bullshit today, Gwen. That's fair. As long this as Gwen is, is not mad, <laughs> that's good. Because Adriel's scared. It was a little bit worried when you were flying up. Okay. Mm. Don't yep. kill the body of my best friend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yep. But I think I. I mean, I like. I don't know, but like, I like to believe that Adriel inside of Lulu's body is kind of like his thoughts mixing like him kind of mixing a little bit with lulu in terms of like lulu's very innocent right so he's just like you know flying up flying out feeling like oh you know really like free and all this he's not really thinking about the consequences so yeah so adriel yeah uh. no different <laughs> i mean yeah basically same person <laughs> I told yeah. you, and young Adriel is like really more innocent than now. So I was almost gonna say kind of like Lulu, but I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! It was mm. yeah, great session. Was, yes. <laughs> so yeah, many ups good. and downs. I was like, ooh. There were a lot of unexpected moments. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> like I'm glad that you all had fun though. That's great to hear. Mm -hmm. It was great to get role play session because i'm sure like in the moment and i love combat i'm sure in a moment we're gonna be almost dying again but it was nice to get like one session of like yeah some good role play mm -hmm. yeah what's well, a good balance good, good balance a little bit of a break from like battling and stuff because we did a huge battle before oh so. yeah we've been doing battle like, battle 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 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah so like cannot wait to see gwen flying and kicking and kicking yeah. out <laughs> That's getting yes. great. That's, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Because I'm feeling protective over Patty, but the second person I was thinking was Gwen, because I was like, that mm. is going to be so fucking hot. Oh my mm -hmm. god. That's mm. Flying yes. punk. Continues is, to be honestly, crazy. Yeah. I said that, like, you know, you count as a railgun, and I, I do mean it. I, I yeah. think you, 
<laughs> like <laughs> just give her all the gagers. You're basically. I just want to say one yeah. thing, Gwen. I, I'm seeing like the final battle with like Gwen being all badass, and then because of, I watched the D and D movie, just like chucking a potato at Sarah, <laughs> but like with all like. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Mm. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's gonna mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. I'll say that. Thank you so much, everybody. This was yeah, great. Thank you all so much. I, I miss you all. With you guys. Ah. <laughs> so yeah, one day we will see each other in person again. Yes. yes. yes.